Welcome to The Cinema Swamp, a podcast where friends, enemies, and Minnesotans talk about movies. Grab your every flavor beans and pumpkin pasties. This time we discuss the Harry Potter franchise. Listen as we talk about all the details and get almost too geeky at times. Watch out for spoilers for the entire Harry Potter franchise. We can move on to the fifth one. Um, Order of the Phoenix, or what do you always call it? I always call it a uh, Phoenix of Azkaban. I just mix as many of them together as I can. The organization of the something. Half-blood Phoenix of Azkaban. Yeah, the half-blood of Phoenix of of this Kakistan or something. Kazakhstan. Oh my gosh. This one running at 138 minutes. The only other one that is shorter is Deathly Hollows Part 2, but, mm-hmm. you know, since it's the second part of the movie, I never consider that, because what I mean is, this one's the shortest movie, and it's, like, the longest book, and people have brought that up a lot, and uh, I kind of agree, but I think a lot of the stuff they cut out is stuff they should have cut out anyway, like, there's isn't there a whole subplot in this movie where Hermione's, like... Free the elf, uh, not the elves. No, then. spew. Oh, yes, yeah, spew. Yeah, basically. But see, I think that would have been fun to see in the movie. Well, but it also was but like, not. Yeah. Isn't, like, yeah. their yeah. a whole chapter, and it, like, goes on for, like, the entire book, and I remember not caring at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I felt that was, you know, when I was reading it, too. It I like, almost felt, like, bad for her, just because, like, everybody was just like, no, stop, even the house elves, house elves were just like, no. Yeah. So, like, I felt bad for her, so I'm glad they didn't include it in the movie. <laughs> I I do have some questions about this one. So, the prophecy mm-hmm. was created by Trelawney, mm-hmm. and that's when she was hired at Hogwarts, just randomly, and then one day made this humongous prophecy, and Dumbledore's mm-hmm. like, holy crap. So, <laughs> and, you know, because she never realized she makes these prophecies, but they, like, kept her on her and they had the prophecy, brought it to Ministry of Magic. Only the people who are named in the prophecy can find it, correct? Mm-hmm. So it's either Harry can find it or Voldemort can. And Voldemort cannot go in there because obviously he's Voldemort and he can't reveal a secret. So they need mm-hmm. Harry trick him in there to get it. Um, what I don't get is, why did they need to get the prophecy? Because I thought Voldemort already kind of had a clue to it. Because it he, was... Uh, uh, he knew half of it. Because the whole thing is, it's whoever was born at the end of, like, August. So that's why they also thought it might be Neville, but basically Voldemort (laughs) chose to kill uh, Harry instead of Neville. Because he just thought, oh, he's a better pick. But they still tortured Neville's parents. But, so the whole thing is, they they only had half of it. So they had the half about August, but they didn't have the Uh, whole... Correct me if I'm wrong, Snape. Snape overheard the prophecy in in the bar. Um, It was was upstairs of the bar, I think, in like a room. I don't know if it was Leaky Cauldron or if it was the Three Broomsticks, but... Um, But yeah, he heard heard half the prophecy (laughs) and told Voldemort that half. Snape did. Yeah. Or maybe he heard the whole prophecy and only told half. Maybe. Oh. I don't well, remember. Well, conspiracy. What a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that might be true. Snape's terrible. It probably I don't was remember. true because I guess I don't know exactly when the prophecy was made, but he was well, loyal. Yeah, he was loyal to the Dark Lord until, until he killed after he Lily. Killed so, yeah, yeah. He, 
Probably only heard half. Yeah. Oh, so, because, mm-hmm. by the way, I was wrong. It's end of July, not August. Yeah, but, yeah uh, Becca was whispering July. <laughs> Sorry, I... I <laughs> well, because it's always because he's he's going to school, like, right as it's his birthday, but I'm like, no one starts school in August. I mean, like, right? <laughs> Wizards don't Am play. I wrong there, too? Like, yeah, does yeah. he... Wizards can <laughs> This is European well, school. Okay, right? wait, so when did they Europe's start school? Weird. they start school in September? September 1st. So, you mean to tell me that... Uh, Hagrid went and picked up Harry's ass in like the first one on the end of July when it's his birthday and just kept him around for a while. They had sleepovers. <laughs> he never went into that in the movies. Was it, was it actually though like on know. his birthday that he picked him up or was it just no. Yeah. Well, it was after oh, yeah. because it he was kept after. getting the like Excuse me, he was making a cake in no, the no, sand no, 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 and no, was no, putting no. candles on it. Isn't yeah, <laughs> but like Harry kept getting his Hogwarts letters though and you don't get those till you turn 11. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well then why... But I guess, I don't know, that is a little confusing yeah, in the movie, and, and I never that. read that book. Wow, that, so the movie just sucks, is what happened, basically. The movie <laughs> doesn't mess that up. But yeah, so basically they're trying to get the prophecy, because he didn't, because obviously they didn't prevent the Chosen One, so now they need to figure out how to defeat the Chosen One, which oh, is why okay. they the second half. So they needed to know the whole prophecy yeah. to figure out what's going on, because yeah. Voldemort's like, alright, I got power, but I still don't have power. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. even though you thought he was supposed to. What's the prophecy? Um, it's, it's something about talking about... It's um, like the one with the power yeah. to Wait. vanquish the Dark Lord. Let me get in the character. <laughs> <laughs> the one you change the power! Because <laughs> that's how she talks. It, talks, yeah. it just talks about Har- like Harry being born, or Neville... Mm-hmm. Um, boy is born month. at the end of July. Neither yep. can live while the other survives. survives. And that's why I could and either be that. Harry or Neville, because Neville was born around the exact same time. Same day. Or day okay. And the one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord approaches, born to those who have thrice defied him, born as the seventh month dies. And the Dark Lord will mark him as his equal, but he will have power the Dark Lord knows not. And either must die at the hand of the other, for neither can live while the other survives. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord will be born as the seventh month dies. Hmm. That's the prophecy. What a stupid thing to prophesy. So it was really just Voldemort, like, chose who was his equal. He was was guessing. He chose, like, between Harry and Neville. Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered. It kind of would have been, like, the same, like, storyline almost if it Mm -hmm. had been Neville. Just, like, different characters. Very different (laughs) characters. Because I was thinking, I was like, why is Neville important again? Yeah, it it goes into that a lot more in the book of, like, Mm -hmm. it could have been Neville and, like, you really feel the weight of that, but they don't really explain that. I really wish they would have brought... Was that in the seventh book or was that in the fifth book? Because I can't remember, but I remember reading that and thinking, wow, that is such an like, interesting like, tidbit that, yeah. you know, like, you know. Because then you're like, imagining this whole other universe. Because I remember it was like, like Harry even asking Dumbledore, like, well, why me? Why me? He's like, just because he chose you. I'm like, that was basically I, it. And I was like, that is such a weird thing. I feel like it was either the thing. fifth or sixth book because be Dumbledore book? was talking Yeah, that's true. That's it when might they have go to that. the hospital to visit yeah, but dad and then they also find Neville. Neville's parents. But also, Dumbledore avoided Harry almost the entire fifth book That's and movie. True. So it had it must have been the sixth book or like end of the fifth one where they like Or in the, the seventh one when he's on when he's dead. I mean unless he was still talking about oh, it. Oh yeah. just need to reread horrible. the books. But I remember think reading oh. that and I was like that's such an interesting little tidbit mm-hmm. that I wish it would have been in the movies because I yep. think that's like a I don't, I don't even know how to explain that concept. It's, it's like interesting, interesting dynamic. that like, mm-hmm. oh, he just chose you, and I'm like, wow, just just because he chose you, I'm like that's it. That's so why. I mean, the whole thing. If Neville was like 
the guy. Like, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have the A-team supporting him in every book and movie. Like, He'd have to be like how Harry has Ron and Hermione. I mean, just yeah, Neville doing all these things. I think, I think he killing the might have, though. Because, like, let's be honest. <laughs> it would have been, like, Neville, Luna, and some other Hufflepuff. I think, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Neville would have gotten things done a lot quicker. He was smart. He Probably read books. And he, like, he knew things about herbology. herbology. Could you imagine we had a whole series about Neville using herbology to take down Voldemort? That would be like, so like, cool. A whole series. Wow. That would have been interesting. Wow. Fantastic plants. More to grow them. Yeah, honestly, it just sounds like Neville going up to Voldemort with like a joint and be like, "Light up, man!" And like, he's like, "Bro, just four hundred and twenty blazes." Screw that, bro. By the way, back. I only brought that up because I remember thinking, "Order the Phoenix." I love the movie because to me, the whole movie, in a way, I think is about like teenage like angst and depression. That's what I think the movie's literally about deep down and I think they get that theme down really good but I also feel that like the movie because I cut down a lot of stuff but I'm glad because like the movie doesn't really accomplish anything I feel like it puts Harry in a place where he has to be a leader yeah and I yeah and I mean that's the thing it's like it's a character growing film and someone once said that they were like the first two movies are world building but uh like three through six are all like character building mm-hmm. and then the seven and eighth one you know they just kind of like have to wrap everything up world ending. yeah world ending <laughs> and uh uh but i i really like this movie's pacing and i like yeah. uh i like the look of it mm-hmm. uh i like that the dursleys came back because i cut that out of the fourth one which yeah. you know that was back to the, the book so long we got to keep cut 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 what even was the opening scene for the dursleys originally in the, fourth? In the book uh, what was it that didn't isn't that the one didn't that the weasleys come was it the are you talking about the, the fourth one yeah. the fourth book that's what where was they the came through the um the fireplace the fireplace which was boarded up yeah and then because you yeah, know the weasleys was, don't really know anything about the muggle world and you're supposed to knock yeah. and the Weasleys came in. The pigtail, all that kind met of stuff. The Dursley. Oh, no, oh that's what happened. Tonger, Tonger yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They came. To, they came to pick yeah. up Harry for the World Cup. Yep. And did Harry like lie and say he was able to go or something? He or must. Did they have. just assume? I they don't had, I don't really remember that much about. But that. they basically but... kidnapped Harry. Yeah. Mm, okay. That's and then the Dursleys didn't care. And. Trick the ne- or cousin into eating a candy that was magic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, 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 the twins. Uh, or something. You know, they're the they're like sick candy. <laughs> so great. The candy that like makes you sick. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. The, they, kind of, they like tested it on, on, on the what's Dudley. Made Dudley okay. yeah. I think it was the oh, tongue yeah. toffees. Yeah. I, I guess I just... Uh, I guess I can see why they'd cut that out, but I never, I never remember reading that part because I even like the sixth one. I remember that one is also cut out of the movie, but Dumbledore shows up at the house, right? And it just does a lot of funky things. But uh, in the... they go and find the one guy who's a chair. Oh, in the one. Yeah, so it's they cut to just that scene, in the, yeah, because they just cut to Dursleyville entirely. Yeah, again. they just like show him at a cafe. And didn't yeah. they pick him up like a month earlier too, like before the before the cup? No, that was like maybe a day or I don't think it was like a month. Or, maybe what? Wait, yeah, at the end of June, right? I think so. I think you're right. We're 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 talking about the fourth. We're talking about the okay. <laughs> I forgot that the Dursleys were cut out. Of yeah, because you know. I think Harry was supposed to stay with the Weasleys for like a month or something yeah. before school started. Yep. 
Mm. Okay. Um, anyway, Order of the Phoenix was cool because I remember uh, the trailers kept promoting this, but then you got in the movie was them like flying through London because I was like, cool, we're starting to bring like you know like the real world into it Mm because you never really see the real world in these Mm -hmm. movies. It's always like the magical world. You know, we're in this little you know down the river where apparently no one can see us. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have Hogwarts, this giant castle, and we all hang out there. A lot of these kids live in the Muggle world. Why don't they still use pens? True. <laughs> True. Maybe, they, maybe they do, and then they go to school, and you're like, you have to use the quill. A quill, quill yeah. You have to use the quill. They're like, this is so dumb. Um, and uh, this one... Uh, Someone's in there with a Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Computer. Uh, it's like an old it's Mac. Like one of the, it's like an actual, piece. like, yeah. the, uh, like a like the iPad with, like, the flip keyboard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> As like the projector keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. Snape comes up and hits him in the head with a yeah. newspaper. Arms like put that away. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety-four. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, it's Google Docs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you all think of it? I love. I really like this movie. Yeah. Neither of you get to. Talk. I was just gonna say, <laughs> I like it. My favorite scene is that scene where. Uh, I think it's this one. Is it this one? Uh, Where he's with Lavender? Yeah. No, no, it's the next one. Oh, it's the next one. Never mind. Postponing my comments. So it's not your favorite (laughs) one. It's not my favorite. I just, I really enjoy it. I love, like, we get to see Sirius Black again, and that's, like, Mm. such a freaking blast, Mm, and you get to see, like... Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, so sad. But so it's so sad. good. And it just, like, it really ramps up, like, emotionally at that point. Because yeah. it is a lot about, like, the teenage, like, yeah. angst and the... Mm-hmm. But then you have those, like, like oh, that person that was really significant to Harry, like, actually just died. Mm-hmm. And that's super intense. That's the thing. They, like, don't even pull back. It doesn't even, like, really end on, like, a happy note. Yeah, because... it's not like they have, like, a final, like, it's okay, you're gonna do great, Harry. I believe in you. Like, it's literally just, like... He's gone. Like well, the sixth one's kind of like that too, though. Where mm-hmm. Dumbledore, he does. Yeah. Someone, because when the director, you go on just like the documentaries, but they said, yeah, when he did the sixth one, he tried to bring some more humor and levity into it because the fifth one went so like kind of dark, even and like, like in like dialogue and everything. These yeah. just everything was kind of just sad in that. And I'm like, yeah, but I feel like that's what makes the movie work because. Mm-hmm. Harry, no one believes him about this. Harry really is supposed to be alone, and you gotta make us believe that. And I'm like, the movie succeeds. Yeah. And then it's like, despite all that, Harry's still just like, no, we're gonna start this little task force to, like, teach ourselves uh, dark arts. Because, yeah, I forgot to talk about Dolores Umbridge, which is also... Oh, gosh. There's no one in the whole world that grates on, like, my very soul. (laughs) Like, Dolores Umbridge. Like, oh, my gosh. You were saying, like... Hermione kind of became a woman in the fourth one. Harry like became a man in this one. I feel like like yeah, he, he that's stepped up true. like that's okay, true. she's she's not letting us learn magic. I'm gonna teach you magic in yeah. the secret room. One yeah. of my favorite like scenes in the whole movie is when he's uh, when they are all sneaking over to Hogsmeade to start it, you know, and they start asking about it, and they're saying all the different things he did, pretty, pretty much doing a recap of all the movies, mm-hmm. but he, like, straight up is just like, look, like, I, I had, like, a lot of help here and there, like, it wasn't really just me, and I'm like, that was, like, really, like, humble of him, but also, like, super real, like, yeah. mm-hmm. he's, like, telling them, like, dude, like, it's not always gonna be like this, it's not gonna be just us being lucky, like, he's like, I've gotten so lucky here on now, 
because the movie the movies are built that way. They're keeping me around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't understand. They're but, named after me. <laughs> I really like that, and uh, I really like the scenes between him and Snape because you know they've oh, had this yeah. really like conflicted relationship up yep. until now, and then like he's literally got to be the one to like make him stronger. And also, you know, Snape's just loving this. Like mm-hmm. you know, deep down, he's like loving like attacking Harry mm-hmm. basically yeah. with all these like memories and everything. Favorite line from the movie is when they're yelling in Snape's oh office. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> My father was a great man. Your father was, was a swine. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I knew what he was going to say? Because he says it at least once a day. Two of a kind, sentimental children whining about how pathetic your sad lives are. Well, guess what? Life isn't fair. Your beloved father knew that. In fact, wow. <laughs> okay. 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 Wow. I'm sorry. I love that. I just love that vision with this. I forgot we were sitting with Justin. <laughs> Alan Rickman I'm, is very much alive. <laughs> Alan Rickman's ghost possessed Justin. <laughs> I love I'm sorry, I just that is like everyone talks about how great Alan Rickman is as Snape, but I'm like he really didn't get his moment to shine until like the fifth movie. It's weird. He was in every movie, but he was very much got like a couple minutes of screen time each time he really had his moment to shine in this one where mm-hmm. he got stuff like that and then you learn about his past actually mm-hmm. and you're like and there he's like oh shit like you, they were terrible to you another reason for a Marauders movie right exactly yeah. you right you right and uh especially since wasn't there one where uh no I'm not right about that Snape didn't save them did they save Snape because Snape was getting attacked or am I wrong about that? Are you when they're like the eighth younger. one where he gets like attacked by the snake you mean? No, I was no, talking, are you talking about, about the third like, movie. When they're younger. Wasn't there like this whole thing about when they were younger and that's why Snape knew oh, where the shrieking uh, shack was? Yeah. He followed Boop into the yeah. shrieking shack. Yeah, so when they were younger and like they all like saved him basically mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, he still like hates them all. Lupin snuck out so he could change and then Snape followed him because he was nosy and wanted to see like Not why he was sneaking out and then busy body uh, Harry's dad and Sirius saved him right? or was it just so. Harry's dad I think it was it had to have been Harry's Harry's dad and Sirius yeah. anyway yeah, seen the scene of seeing that movie but um yeah I don't know uh Gary Oldman's death scene I mean we already talked about it, it is mm-hmm. done yeah. so well especially it's like so if you really awesome. think about like the last thing he says of it's like it's so sad because you're like mm-hmm. he says nice one James because mm-hmm. he like calls yeah. him by his dad's name on like you know on accident or whatever but it's like that's so sad mm-hmm. that's like the last thing he says then too because <sighs> yeah. just like in like the fourth one where it's just like that killer curse just out of nowhere mm-hmm. that whole veil I kind of I did read about what it was because I remember reading the book and not really getting it but it's like an execution spot right like you pass through the veil it kills you <sighs> I've read an explanation for it once but I can't remember I I think because I even think I read online they're like they don't really fully explain it mm-hmm. in the books just because it's supposed to be one of those things mm-hmm. that's like it's mysterious it's so, mm-hmm. it's so and terrifying. I know it's kind of like the Thestrals unless you've seen Death you can't see like Harry could see all that shimmery stuff in there mm-hmm. and like Hermione and Ron couldn't see it because they've never seen someone die mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like it's kind of that too and then after Sirius died they could obviously all see it mm-hmm. Same I feel with, like, like it, those horse things oh too, yeah the Thestrals yeah, Thestrals, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know I got a quick question, uh, and maybe this is just the movies doing this, but apparating. Mm-hmm. 
They yeah. show it in some different forms in all the movies, but you know, at one point when the twins do it, it's just like they appear like kind of like a jump cut, mm-hmm. which I might have just been laziness. Like in the rest of the movies, they do that little like little swirly thing, mm-hmm. but in this one, and I've seen the Death Eaters do it where they're like a puff of black smoke, but some of the Order of the Phoenix yeah, are like, like white, white puffs of smoke. Yeah. I think that's specifically them. It's just them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't think it's. Even after. Is that even really a thing no. in like the books, no. or is that just like a no. thing that they did for the movie to make it look cool? It's a special cool? effect. Yeah. yeah. I, think. I always thought that, but like. Well, then yeah. in like and Fantastic it, Beasts, the apparating is different too. And well, because I, I always figured, I'm like, I, I read about this online just because it confused me, but. Because I'm like, why is there so many different forms of apparating? But they said, with Death Eaters, they're black puffs of smoke, and when everybody else does it, it's just like. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. spaghetti. Yeah. You know, recycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, by the way, so we can uh, rank them quick, but uh, my fifth one is the fifth one. So really, yeah, it's, oh, five five, yeah. uh, it's number two for me. Same. It's number three for me. Number one for me. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Wow, that's, that's my second favorite. Not a single spice up there. <laughs> 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 that's why she loves it. It was actually so I made a mistake before. The Goblet of Fire was my number three, and The Order of the Phoenix is my number four. What was yours? Hunter? This is my number two. And, like, yeah, I think... Because when I rewatched, rewatched this, I, I remember really liking it, but I forgot, like, how much... Like, actually, how many emotions I had in oh, it gosh, the first time. Because yeah. cool. I remember, like, like man, I hate Dolores Umbridge so much. And I was like, I hate her more than Voldemort. Like, yeah, I was kind of, like, watching myself, and I'm like, there, I said it. Like, <laughs> like, like, like alone in his room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said it. Like hear him from the kitchen. <laughs> like, yeah, Dolores Umbridge is worse than Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, because Voldemort, just... at least, like he's manipulative and he makes mm-hmm. you think that, like he twists yeah. the truth to make you like believe him and come to his side. But Umbridge is just like, huh. yeah. yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. exactly. At, at least Voldemort, like you know, he's in it to you know he's becoming number one. Like he, I get his whole motive, like. Dolores Umbridge is just a dick for no reason. Absolutely. Like, she, 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 she's not even she's like, what is she going to get out of it? Yeah. Like, she yeah. can... I don't exactly. know. I'm yeah. sorry, Professor, but I must not tell lies. Like, that is... Oh, so, so badass. She gets carried by the centaurs. Never see her again. It always disappoints me. Like, I'm glad they did it, because she does show up later in the series, so mm-hmm. you kind of have to have her in the newspaper, which they show real quick. Yeah. But what if they didn't? What if they just left her? <laughs> 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 Never That's shows up again. I would have happened? I was like, been like... Bye. Yeah. She lives with them for like years. She thinks she's a centaur. That scene is so great because like she's like trying to like you know be diplomatic with them, and she's like under the decree of blah blah. blah. He's just getting his bow and arrow away. He's like, I don't care. He's like, I'm yeah. gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, I hated my middle name for a while after she was Dolores? introduced. No, my middle name is Jane, and so is hers. Dolores and Jane. I, like, I want to change my name. Uh, oh, middle name is Dolores. Parents are evil. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because my mom read these books. Oh, yeah. oh you got to see Dumbledore fight in this one. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah the fight scene yeah. is what so really sold it for me. I mean, with the addition of Gary Oldman, but having Helena Bonham Carter um, get Dumbledore. I don't know who the actor is, but um, Michael Gambon. Just because it's like there's no music in that whole yeah thing. It's it just, just like, like them like jumping, mm-hmm. and know? it just like yeah. pulls and, you and, right and in, and you're like. like you know, yeah. I never yeah. thought about that. Yeah. You never really see a battle like that up until then, because every other mm-hmm. one was like two different curses. That's it. Yeah. You know, they yeah. connect. Mm-hmm. Or, There's you music know. playing. Yeah. Like, you know, and this like one, it's like you know, 
It's like he uses the water thing. Water thing doesn't work. He grabs all like the glass from all yeah. the broken windows, throws so up, turns cool. into sand. It's like <laughs> I'm like, yeah. is anyone's eyes okay? And it's <laughs> like you're watching that. That's why you're <laughs> Glass in my eyes. <laughs> like, everyone in the room is on their knees, like. Ah! You finally get like a sense. Why of would you do that? Dumbledore's like the greatest wizard of all time, and like Voldemort's just as good almost. Uh, and well, there is like some they do. I don't know. Like I just am happy with all the stuff they cut out of it. But mm-hmm. the only thing is, it's weird that they still. Which this might just be like the third one where it's like, oh, it's there for people who read the books. But like inside the uh, Grimlob, Grimwald, how do you say that? Grimwald place? Grimwald uh, place. Grundlewald. <laughs> Honestly, that's, one. that's a tough word for me to say. Um, but when he's in there and you got Creature talking to that uh, painting, painting that's covered by a, by a curtain, mm-hmm. it's in the movie and there's even a voice. You hear everything, but you're like what is that all supposed to be at all? And then you read the books, and I was like, ah, that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. It's just weird that you watch it, because in the book, it makes perfect sense Mm -hmm. when every single thing is explained to you. Now, the purpose of a movie is to cut all that down, all the explanation, and just show it. Well, when you just show a painting covered by a curtain, and you Mm -hmm. never show what's behind the curtain, in fact, it kind of looks like you're just looking at a curtain, Mm -hmm. And you see creature talking to a curtain, you're like, what's going on? (laughs) I think for like a split second, there's a really close shot of the plaque that's in front of the picture. And if you pause it right then, you can read it. You can read it. And see what it is. It does kind of stick out of the bob. And you do see it kind of shake a little too. Mm -hmm. So it's like, and and if you read the book, you get it. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. that's supposed to be, is it Sirius's mother? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like a painting of her and they like cover Mm -hmm. her up because she's a little racist viewer. She's very racist. Yeah. Um, one more thing about this movie. Is this the one where Harry has, like, that flash of Voldemort? Yeah, that, I was yeah. gonna say, that's my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah. Voldemort's, like, popping up in his head, it's and like, there's one part, and he's like, that. <laughs> you know what, I, I love that scene, because it's, like, it's, I think it's very emotional, but that one shot is so hilarious. I wait for that every single time. I'm like, hold on, guys, the best part's coming up. <laughs> you know, well, because everyone makes fun of him for saying, yeah! And you know, he, didn't full, he didn't fully start doing that. He didn't fully start doing that until like the later movies. But the fifth one, you know, that was back when he just went. <laughs> this is the one Zach and Chloe came over, and Becca, I think you came over too. We watched it, and we were look, we we're realizing like how every single scene where the kids are wearing their street clothes, like Harry's wearing something slightly different than everyone else. Like, everyone, like, like including Neville and the other kids, are all wearing, like, horizontal stripes. And then he's wearing vertical stripes. Or, like, they're all wearing plaid with a sweater over it. He's and like he's wearing, like, the hoodie. And we were talking about, like, like how they're going to do a Mean Girls version of Harry Potter. And they're like, Harry, today was vertical er, horizontal stripes day. Stop wearing vertical stripes. It'll never be a thing. <laughs> Yeah, we went on about forever. Oh, that was so fun. Someone else pointed out that, like, online, that in, like, the third, some of the fourth, fifth and sixth movie, he's wearing the exact same shirt through, like, all of them. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Because it's like, wow, who makes his wardrobe change? Like, is he still, like, stuck with, like, some hand-me-downs that the Dursleys have to buy him? Like, he can't go buy his own clothes, so he's just stuck with the same shirt. In the seventh and eighth movie, he's on the run. Yeah, so so that makes sense. that makes sense. But when he's still at the school, it's like... Have you, you seen have. his vault? Have you seen how much gold's in there? 
<laughs> we can move on. Spent to it all at the at mm-hmm. the trolley cart thing mm-hmm. on the train. Anything Pumpkin from the trolley, baby. <laughs> 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 the <laughs> you know she's a she's a security guard. It turns into a robot. You knew that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. According to the, is it the cursed child that does that? I remember that that I trolley so. lady like is deep down actually like a security guard. And she's like chasing after them, and she can like transform or whatever. I remember it was weird. I, I like to pretend that, that the cursed child didn't happen. Well, it kind of did. <laughs> no, happen. it didn't. It's gonna kinda be. Kinda it, no, it will be a movie. Um, we ignore it. It'll go away. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, which mm. I would say is another movie where it seems like they're not really accomplishing much. I do have some questions again, so you will all have to help me. I remember this was the first one where I did actually read the book before seeing the movie. I remember seeing the movie and hating it. And uh, But I think that was the case of this. I, this probably was the first thing I ever watched where I actually read the book beforehand, so that might be why. Since then, I love this one like more and more every time I watch it. Cause, I mean, the fifth one was like teen angst and depression. I'm like, this one just goes straight up like this is like teen romance like comedy. Like this is like as much of a teen movie as any of these movies ever get, and uh, I really like it. But I am gonna ask right away. What is the purpose of going through all those memories and trying to establish that he had? Horcruxes, because I thought Dumbledore already kind of knew that. Why did he? He need had a suspicion, but they wanted to know for sure before they start mm-hmm. like going off looking. Not to mention, it says specifically how many he made yeah. in that mm-hmm. memory, so that's really helpful because you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. I got, we I'm, found I'm, the Horcrux. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're done. He's <laughs> dead. <laughs> Idiot only made one of these. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the book, and I mean, obviously, that was just J.K. Rowling being real smart. I don't think she planned that as a Horcrux at all. There's no way she planned that. Like, that had well, to be happening. Oh, the Chamber of Secrets. Because, like, if you really think about it, I mean, maybe, unless she's just the most brilliant planner ever, but, like, a lot of that seemed like happenstance that she's like... Yeah. Oh, by the way, the Basilisk uh, Venom is the only thing that could destroy a Horcrux, and that just it's happened to be... It's not the only thing. It's uh, one of it's the things. The, the, Venom, of two. <laughs> the Venom is, like, one of the things that can, like, keep things destroyed, I guess. What's like, it's the, the other thing that can... Sort no, of I don't know if there's no. The sort of Dumbledore that's not, that's is of in the basket. It, oh. it just so happens that the Venom is one of the things that can permanently destroyed things. Well, There's and, like, other things. Dumbledore it's... wore the ring and that destroyed that one. But it poisoned his hand. Yeah. But that destroyed it? Hmm? I thought you just threw the sword at it at one point. Did you not do that? No, they had to somebody had to stab oh, it. Just wore it. No, they stabbed it, I think. I thought he like took the sword one day and just went dung and he's like, Oh that worked. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but well I guess he wouldn't have done that though because wouldn't he have just told Harry? Like I guess that didn't happen. So it was something else then. Mm-hmm. I don't ever I don't actually know about that because I'm the movie kinda confuses me here because he has the ring and uh, the ring poisoned his hand, and, you know, we see all that later in the flashback. That's like, oh, Snape helped him realize, oh, you're going to die sooner than later. And, you know, it had a curse on it, and he was only trying to wear it because, oh, my God, it's the resurrection stone that's on there. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, like, okay, greatest ring of all time. It's like three things in one. That's cool. But uh, <laughs> the Horcrux was in there, and it poisoned his hand. But if you see it at the end of uh, six... 
towards the end, right before they go to the Cave of Wonders, I don't know what the hell it's supposed to be, that weird cave. Cave of Wonders. <laughs> cave of Wonders. But, it's like the Cave of cool Death. <laughs> when, they, when they go there, though, right Sounds before way, that. Way more magical. <laughs> Not magical. Way more Disney. Sounds <laughs> like a Wonders. much happier yeah. place. <laughs> right before it's they go there. It's that cave where uh, Tom Riddle killed those kids. Is that where he killed kids there? Mm-hmm. Oh, he was a kid. Yeah. Okay. yeah I, never, I never know. I never. That's more in the books than in the movies. Yeah, that is. from the orphanage. There's actually a picture of that cave. I, I see that, yeah. and so I'm like, okay, so that's just you know his cave that he likes to hang out in. It makes sense. He knows where he is. Saw the picture. It's like they went like they went like on a field trip or something, and he like lured two kids down there and like killed them. Yeah, but how do you get people down there? Well, he was he was a kid. He's super manipulative. Yeah, and he's unaware of like how his power works. So like, yeah, he could have been. You know what? You guys want to go blazing in this cave <laughs> to make it look like a cool shot? You guys, there's candy in this cave. It's a sweet ass I'm cave. I'm definitely not gonna kill you in here. You follow me. Whoa, what? Skateboards? We have a full half pipe in this there's cave. There's a PS4 in this cave. <laughs> My gosh. It's, 19- <laughs> it's 1936, <laughs> but there's a PS4 in this cave. <laughs> Don't They're know like, what it what is. The they only do this for like the purpose of being a cool shot, but like when Dumbledore and Harry first go there, they like stand on this little cliff from a distance. Mm-hmm. I always think it's funny oh. that they apparate to there, and then Harry's like, "Okay, now he's like, well, now we have to go in there." And he's like, "Why did we start here? <laughs> Why didn't we just go in there?" But um, so, well, the, I, and I think because I thought we talked about this already, but you know, Dumbledore. This might have been just some movie mistake, but like in the books. He already had destroyed the Horcrux in the ring already by the time they saw the final uh, memory from Slughorn, or uh, that you realize, oh, he made a bunch of Horcruxes, and the ring was one of them, and the book was one of them. But when they're when they're talking about it right after seeing that memory, he's like blah blah blah, talking about dark magic. Harry's not paying attention. He spins that ring, and it goes crazy, and it's like making those crazy sounds. So it's still a Horcrux. So that was still a Horcrux, but we never see the ring destroyed on film. So, I'm just wondering, I'm like, when did they destroy that Horcrux, or when he spun it, was it, was it just a movie mistake that they, they was, just a fumble? Wasn't it talking about something like it leaves traces? Yeah, like, I was so gonna say, it's, it's not, already it's destroyed. It's destroyed, but it leaves oh, but traces. It's still, it's still, okay, so it's still yeah. kind of trapped. Yeah. Alright, alright. Yeah. That makes more sense. I guess he's even literally saying that. But how they how did they destroy the ring then? Because you were did you say they stabbed him? He had the sword of Gryffindor. Right? Yeah, but if he had the sword of Gryffindor, if he knew the sword would destroy it, then don't you <laughs> he think he would have been like, Harry. "Hey, Harry, here you go." He, well, he yeah, did, he, he did. did. Yeah, I guess he yeah, gifted it to him in his will. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah but right. why didn't that blubbering idiot tell him at the cave that by the way, even if it goes missing, really try because to find that sword? He had an elaborate plan. Because I'm telling you, instead of wasting a year and a half all night, well, but basically half a year of your life walking through the woods trying to destroy one Horcrux, just, even if you don't get the sword, I'm going to will it to you, and then they're going to bring up some dispute about who really owns the sword. It's just going to be this whole copyright issue. But basically, what I'm trying to say is, get the sword, stab the Horcrux. Like, why did he say that? That's not the Dumbledore way. That's stupid, because Voldemort's around. And that's like saying with Hitler, you know, like, oh, by the way, it's like he's in this location, but instead of saying the location, like, blah, 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 he might be (laughs) You should go on a vacation here. (laughs) (laughs) It might be good to get him uh, cornered here with one cyanide pill over there. Like, no, just tell him the explicit whatever. It's just not the Dumbledore way. So he did get it with the sword. 
Dumbledore just wanted one more laugh before he left. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, He's got a uh, sick sense of humor. <laughs> Screw Man. Dumbledore. Well, well, so he destroyed both of those Horcruxes, but then they had uh, five more. Because that's what they say. They say that in the book, right? That there's mm-hmm. seven mm-hmm. in the there sixth is. one. And they're saying seven because, you know, oh, we're going to go to the seventh book, so everything's going to be seven. Like, seven Harry Potters and se- blah, blah, blah. They, they were obsessed with the word number seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. But... It's Harry's number in Quidditch. But in, oh, is it? I didn't. I didn't even think of that. In the movies, though, when he gets to the six one seven part one and seven part two, he's only ever going after six of them, and he never connects the dots until the very end that he's also one. And I always thought that was weird because. Well, why would you suspect that? Well, okay. Well, there's one. It's the fact that Tom Riddle literally said there were seven, and. Yeah. Um, they're going after one at a time. And they're going after one at a time, and he's sensing them, so that's how he's able to find them. That all makes sense, but, you know, he figures out by the end, though, that he's also one. So that makes sense. There were seven. He wanted to make seven. But also what doesn't make sense to me is that Tom Riddle wanted to make seven, but Dumbledore's like, he didn't intend you to be a Horcrux. Which, of course, why would he intend him to be a <laughs> I Horcrux? Can, I can, like... But he only, so you're... But I'm, what I'm saying is that he only got up to six yeah, Horcruxes I can, then. I can tell you what. Made Harry Potter a seven. I so he, why didn't he get to seven? His... Okay. The cup of the Hufflepuff's cup, the diadem of Ravenclaw, the Slytherin's locket. What would be Gryffindor's? The sword. Exactly. And he hey, he wanted to be. Him. He wanted to be the defense against the dark arts teacher at Hogwarts. This is all book stuff. Okay. He wanted to be the defense against dark arts teacher at Hogwarts, so he could get the sword. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't because Dumbledore wouldn't let him. Is so that he true? could never get to the sword. He wanted to be defensive against the Dark yeah. I never knew And that. he didn't intend to, for Harry to be a Horcrux, but then Obviously. he didn't have a chance to make a seventh because the curse rebounded and he and died. And he died. Yeah. So, because that's what well, I was... He, also, his original he's, intention he's, was the seventh one would be the... So, at that point in his life, were, everyone was culturally aware that Voldemort was evil, right? And, yes. and he had like kind of a dark army that they hadn't hit at a government level, so it's not like no. they took over government. It started positions. at Hogwarts when he was a student there. Okay, and then he spread it from there, but it wasn't as big of a following as later, because later in the movies, like, he literally, when he comes back, he's literally taking over government. So, that makes sense, but he wanted to be, he wanted the Sword of Gryffindor to be the seventh one, just because Mm -hmm. he's got to be that interesting. But he couldn't get it, and he would never get it anyway, because it just appears and reappears everywhere. So is that actually, like, what happened then? Mm -hmm. Alright, so then he just never got to the seventh one. And he kept meaning to make it, probably, and just never got to it. And then Harry was the accidental one. I just think it's funny that he wanted to make seven, mm-hmm. never got to the seventh one, but then he still got to the seventh one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always thought it was dumb that his horcruxes were so obvious. Like, yeah. even if you yeah. couldn't really sense them, it'd be like, what's the most ridiculous thing that he would put his soul into? The diadem of Rowena Ravenclaw? Yeah, it's Why? like, it's like you, you can do that once, but when you do it, then you're giving away yeah. four horcruxes. Well, yeah. I well, saw I saw this post, and it was like, why didn't he make one like a penny and one his underwear? <laughs> Who would guess that? Yeah. Uh, That's actually true. smart. Well, the reason for the Hogwarts stuff is he does love Hogwarts. Yeah. Like, yeah. that... That's why he wants the four Hogwarts yeah. things to and be. And I guess if you're gonna like things. put your soul into something, it has to be like at least a little significant. Like he, that's funny. He did love Hogwarts because yeah. that was his. Yeah, home he really did want to teach there, but, but he, he wanted, wanted to also to grow his army there yeah, he wanted and like yeah. get the sword and all that yeah. stuff. He had other motives. So he sense. did want to be there. 
Yeah. He is way more interesting than those books or movies make him, honestly. Mm-hmm. Literally all of the characters are way more interesting in the books, I think. And, like, when you look into their backstories, they just become so... Like, even um, Draco Malfoy oh, is yeah. amazing in the books. And he's just, like, a whiny little twerp in the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was gonna say, with, you know, he became, like... It's weird, because in the second and first one, he's kind of just, like, the swarmy, oh, they're trying to make this kid a badass, and it's mm-hmm. not... Good at all. So then, like, the next ones, they made him, like, the joke. The jokester, basically. Like the, In the fifth one, he's literally, like, teaming up with, like, the school administration. I'm like, I, I don't know what that really... Like, really, this guy? Like, this is dumb. But in the sixth one, I'm like, that's, like, this is the best, like, of Draco Malfoy right here. That's where mm-hmm. he actually... You know, they actually do something with him, mm-hmm. and he's finally, like... When he becomes a death eater. He's having his own yeah. teen angst in this one, and it's like... Yeah, I thought I was shocked when I mean I even regret it, I guess, but I like I was still shocked when they like show him on screen and they show his like tattoo and everything and you're like, Wow, he already did all that. Like that is yeah. nuts. He's like actually a death eater. And even it's Dumbledore's like, a little shocked. He's like, Whoa, whoa this may maybe maybe I maybe I'm putting all my cards into the wrong basket right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh I think it's stupid when he shows Dumbledore the tattoo and he's like <laughs> Well, that's like Draco though. He's yeah, like, Yeah, but yeah, he is me. freaking out. Like I mean yeah, the dude doesn't so want to do this. He's so <laughs> So scared. This is the one where, like, in the beginning, they're on the train, yeah. mm-hmm. and he makes Harry, like, he can't move, and he mm-hmm. sort of, like, stomps on his face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah, it's like Malfoy, like, leveled Like, he does, like, like jack his nose up, right? Yeah, yeah he breaks his nose. And then, and then, uh, Luna, Luna, Luna fixes it. it. She's fixed a couple toes. So I was thinking, like, <laughs> people get punched <laughs> in the face, and, like, they're, like, nose bones <laughs> go up into their brain, and oh. they die. Like, what if that's it for Harry? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. What if he What if, what if he fell over? Like, Halloween's him. In the and then he grabs that cloak, and then he's like, have a nice trip to London, and, like, throws the cloak on him, and then the credits start rolling. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's, that's it. it. And the end credits scene, Luna, like, pulls the cloak over, and his face is stomped in. <laughs> I have to say I but this is like honestly the biggest dumbest mistake I think that anybody in the entire series ever makes and it has really nothing to do with anything is that Draco doesn't take the cloak that and I get why he doesn't because he's got to hide the body and everything and it makes sense so you're like okay because he doesn't want to get caught by security you know no one will see anyone in there so like it makes sense he doesn't want Harry to go to school he's screwing him over but if that was me and I know I did something very illegal like stomp someone's face in. I'd be rolling up that cloak, and that would be mine now, mother effer. I'd be going to You school. can't find me. I'd be yeah. so school. easy to kill, like, Dumbledore if he had the cloak. Number one, have the cloak. I mean, I guess I still gotta kill Dumbledore. Kill Dumbledore. Tell Voldemort, you know, in a letter, because I'm not going back to Voldemort. I'm gonna go in the cloak now. Go to Gringotts. Rob the place. Honestly, <laughs> you wouldn't yeah. need to kill Dumbledore. You could just hide under that cloak for the rest of your yep. life. Be yeah. like, I It's been done before, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it's true. And, oh yeah, and about the Horcruxes, like, uh, same, like, I would, honestly, I would go to, like, I would go to Ireland, find a rock pit, and take, make a Horcrux out of a rock, toss it back in the pit, and just walk away. Right? <laughs> 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 it'd, be yeah, like, it'd be like, look, Voldemort, I didn't even need, I only did one, and I'm literally yeah. gonna live forever. Make, like, like, like ice, and then let the ice melt. Or no, I suppose that would kill you. I don't even know where the Horcrux is. A uh, molecule of water. Make a phoenix, your yeah. Horcrux? 
<laughs> Never <you> dies. <laughs> they kill it. They're very good. They're like, oh, good. Seven phoenixes. <laughs> Someone should ask J.K. Rowling that. Like, can you make? What if you made a Horcrux out of a phoenix? She'd be sitting there up there, like, there is a theory that Fox is Dumbledore's phoenix because he might have killed his sister. So like well, in his mind, he thinks he yeah. killed his sister. So his so horcrux could there's be. There's theories fox. that that could be so enough to create a horcrux, and it would be fine. So Dumbledore's hmm. coming back. <laughs> and is well, he going to come back as Jude Law? Because I'd be up for that. Yeah. No, <laughs> he comes back as Fox. <laughs> oh, Fox has like a long beard. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't mentioned this at all. An elaborate robe. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, Albus Dumbledore. There were two actors. You know, yeah. The first one, which uh, which Richard Harris, and then the second one, Michael Gambon. Which I would argue, you know, third and fourth one, he's very weird. And then the fifth one, he starts becoming more like Dumbledore. Sixth one, I think he's really good. Yeah. Uh, what do you all think of who? Who did you like better as Dumbledore? It's so hard because, yeah. like, you don't have the character development for Richard Harris. Is his name right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he didn't get the chance to play the like darker side of Dumbledore and the more like elaborate, like setting things up kind of mm-hmm. side. Like he was just like the very soft kind to Harry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like wise teacher, yeah, and like See, we didn't, we never saw the other side. I feel like he was too old at that point and too feeble, mm-hmm. kind of, to be what second Dumbledore was. Yeah, like, I couldn't that see him in that yeah. role. I couldn't see him fighting Voldemort. No, yeah. yeah. well, that's and that's a, well, that's the thing though, because like, like a part fight. of me is like, oh, <laughs> uh, you know, what? he would have never been able to fight like that, and he also like all that stuff with his history with like the sister and trying mm-hmm. to find the Deathly Hollows. I can't see that in mm-hmm. that character. Yeah. But then another part of me is like, that makes it almost more interesting because you see this old guy, and you would never in a million years think all this stuff happened, but really it did. And then imagine if it was him uh, going up and fighting. It'd be like a Yoda versus like. Like, you know, like, yeah, like, doing crazy is, flips. And yeah, stuff. well, <laughs> yeah. what I mean is, like, go back to the fifth movie, just forget about those prequels. What I'm saying is, like, if you had him, like, fighting, uh, you know, being this old man, you would never guess he could fight at all. Mm. So, I almost think maybe it would have been more interesting. But, like, I liked Michael Gambon by, like, the fifth one, mm-hmm. but in the third and fourth one, I thought he was a little, uh, almost too much. Like, mm-hmm. like, you're supposed to be a little kooky and Merlin like, you know, so you got to be, like, the guy, the elder. Uh, wise man who's trying to train you along and everything, but it was almost too much, like mm. too silly. He went too, he went too Yoda with it, you know, like because Yoda does that in Empire Strikes Back. He's silly at first, and then he's mm-hmm. like, "I'm really wise. You should have known better." But yeah. like <laughs> Michael Gammon almost went too far. Like he never went out of that phase. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, at some point you have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> say something. <laughs> <laughs> I suddenly got the image of Grindelwald and Dumbledore fighting over the wand and appreciate in the sixth movie, the best part is when Aragog dies and he's oh on my the luck and he's like <laughs> <laughs> I knew that the princess all the time. <laughs> so Aragog. I, I, I would argue that Daniel Radcliffe uh, you know, he only got better as the movies went along. In the sixth movie, like mm-hmm. I think he's literally like he's amazing actor. Absolutely. And that scene yeah. where he's on Liquid Luck, oh like my that God. whole it thing is, so is the funniest so thing bad. ever. <laughs> 
Like stirrup Swiss Army Man by then. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you seen it? <laughs> I haven't. I still have to see it, but... We're uh, done. Are we going to buy it on Amazon? You should, because then I want to watch it. It's just I, would, I wouldn't buy that in Blu-ray. It's really good. It's, it's weird, but it's... I don't know. It's I like good. It. Anyway. I'm trying to think, because like, yeah. he goes past like Slughorn, and Slughorn's like, what are you doing out of school? He's like, how'd you get out? He's like, oh, through the front door, sir. And I'm just like, well, that's a great response. I can't I love, figure out that sarcasm or what that is. I know. I but, love like, that. The I, fact that he blackmails Slughorn, Slughorn. too, like... Like, well, yeah, like, I'm, I'm out here, but so are you. Yeah. Well, by all means, yeah. search, come along. <laughs> I love that moment where Harry's just like, yeah, I know I need to go fly, find Slughorn, but I just, I, I just need to go to Hagrid's. It's the place really to good be. Like, <laughs> like, it's the place to be tonight. You know what I mean? And they're like, they're like no! <laughs> and we walked past that like, kid in like, the hall, and he's like, Hi! <laughs> personal attachment is that moment where Hermione's making the birds because like she's like so pissed at Ron mm-hmm. and Lavender and she's like just making the birds and her and Harry have a little sweet moment and that's kind of like the first time in the movies that they actually verbalize like oh like I see the way you look at Ginny and like that's mm-hmm. kind of like the first time you really realize that yeah which is kind of funny because then it like <laughs> very rapidly mm-hmm. <laughs> um progresses but it's kind of cool how, like, a lot of it isn't very reliant on dialogue either, because, mm-hmm. like, she says that, but he kind of doesn't say anything of it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Ron shows up, and, uh, you know, she just says the one word for, like, the curse, wherever birds fly out, blah, blah, blah. But there's, like, no dialogue, really, in that scene at mm-hmm. all. Um, and, like, another, like, really, and this is just kind of Daniel Radcliffe again, but I think it's just so great. Like, I, I'm like, he went full badass here, was when, uh, you know, Ron wins the quidditch oh, match and everything yes. and then Hermione's like you shouldn't have wasted that on him and then he just shows in his pocket and everything and he doesn't say anything the entire time but it's he's so just like good. nodding his head I'm like he, he just thinks he's so badass but I love it he's it's amazing so in that whole so scene wonderful. or like when she's like oh you shouldn't have done it and he's like oh I suppose I could have just used the confundus charm yeah. oh right oh yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot because yeah. he gets back at her about that too yeah. and I'm like wow he knew about that the mm-hmm. whole time mm-hmm. <laughs> so good I'm like so suddenly good. Harry Potter became like because yeah, you know, up till now, it's like, yeah, he's the main character, we get it. But, like, this movie, I was like, oh, yeah, like, he's the main character now, like, cool. it totally yeah. makes sense. He's amazing, like, you totally get why he's, mm-hmm. like, why he's been the center of the series the entire time. Yeah. yeah. I think this one is the closest movie Harry to book Harry. Because mm-hmm. he is this sassy throughout the whole series. Yeah, that's In true. the books, but in the movies, he's really not. Mm-hmm. So well, I like this one, because it's the most parallel, I think. Mm-hmm. Especially since, like, you know, because Snape doesn't like him at all, and you know it's because of, like, the whole thing with, like, the parents, but it is also, like you said, that sassiness. That is why he doesn't like him, and you see it sometimes to Snape specifically in the series, Mm -hmm. but this one, it's like, you see that character, like, oh, now you kind of get it. Mm -hmm. Like, of course Snape doesn't like it. It has nothing to do with just a family thing. It also has to do with, like, he's kind of a dick. (laughs) Like, to him. (laughs) Um... Yeah, but like I like I said, like the movie in a way kind of just at, at times feels like it doesn't accomplish anything, but I still love watching it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Slughorn's great. That's great. Just casting right there. Mm-hmm. And, He's great. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, Should we rate him? Yeah. Yeah. It's number five on mine. It's number one on mine. Same. Yeah. Cool. Number four for me. Uh, number three for me. Number four for me. Uh, number six for me. Oh. That was very different. Yeah. All across the yeah. board. Like I said, this used to be like my least favorite. Now it's I. I yeah. might very well, even when I watched it last time, I was like I might. It didn't beat them, but I'm like this almost might be my favorite one because mm. this one is just so enjoyable and well paced, and it's like an actual. Really good, like you, they really just nailed the characters down real well. Mm, yeah. And then they went camping. That's what I. That's. That's I, a meme. Okay, it's not. That's really. That's like one of the reality. I remember the that was a review years ago. I read and yeah. it was like oh, the movie, blah blah blah. So many great moments build up and everything, and then they go camping. That's just one <laughs> sentence. I'm like, apparently, is the movie isn't. It? Yeah, but it's so good. Like I it love the movie. the camping shots and. Yeah, it goes so on for stuff. too long, I think. And oh, yeah. yeah. When I watch it, I'm just thinking, like, with how much stuff they fit into the second one, second part, and with how much mm-hmm. stuff they still cut out, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that they still did two parts, because this one doesn't really have much established, and a lot of stuff that's brought up in this one doesn't end up getting finished in the next one, in mm-hmm. a way. I mean, for instance, like, the whole thing with uh, Sirius's brother... It's never really fully explained, which is kind of disappointing. The whole thing with Grindelwald taking the wand and then, you know, it ended up being taken by Dumbledore. It's very quickly explained, mm-hmm. I don't think enough. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, you know, and one of the, you know, some personal issues, like, I don't like Peter Pettigrew's. I w- really wish they would have had the death scene in there because I think that was a great moment in the book and I really think it wrapped a lot of stuff up. Uh, from, like, you know, like, the last couple movies with him. And I think it was just would have been a real interesting character moment. But instead, yeah. they're just like, now nah, we're going to just have Dobby shoot him with, like, a curse of him, go, ow, and it's like, you never see him again. And I'm like, did he die after that? Okay, I guess we'll never bring that up again. Because um, I, I think I always, for, I always bring up the camping in it, but, like, I always do kind of forget about the cool stuff. Like, when they yeah. have to pretend to be the people at the ministry, and they have to, like, break in, I'm oh, like, that is I like, forget about that all that. I'm like, that awesome. stuff's great. It's, I love if you that. have to think about, like, the acting mm-hmm. in that moment, like, that's insane. Yeah, it's, like, oh like my God. Helena Bonham Carter pretending to be Emma Watson, pretending to be Hermione, pretending to be Bellatrix. Like, it's so good. Oh, gosh, There's yeah. so many layers. And from what I've heard, it, um, Emma Watson acted it first, like, after oh, that whole yeah, scene, and funny. then Helena just copied what she did. So it was more like it was actually Hermione doing it. <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. Because she had to do the voice, too. Yeah. Which is so it interesting. Good. Yeah. It was so when good. The, when they break into the ministry and Ron, like, his person that he took, like, took the <laughs> shape of his wife is, like, on trial. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Oh, my God. So they got my wife downstairs. <laughs> Ron, like, we don't have, have a wife. wife. <laughs> um, he, they have references so many times, too. I'm like... <laughs> I know, like, he actually thinks he's that guy. Yeah, yeah, time, he he's Nobody that told him he was in a movie, guys. Yeah, no one told him. <laughs> no one told him. <laughs> <laughs> no <one told> <laughs> I, because all I was thinking was in that movie is when Harry uh, kind of shows up, and in the ministry, and that thing fades, the polyjuice potion fades away. Mm-hmm. 
which oh, I didn't even talk about how easy Polyjuice Potion is to make suddenly after the second movie. Like, yeah. out of nowhere they can make it, like, all the time. Because it takes, like, a month. A month, a month. Yeah. yeah. It's so convenient for the plot, ain't it, JK, huh? Uh, but uh, I love that when it all goes away and he's like, you know, Ron has that, like, quick moment with the wife and then he, like, shrinks or whatever. He's just like, long story. <laughs> um, but, nice meeting you. But then when Harry is literally him and he's walking through the ministry, all I was thinking, I'm like, wait, don't people see him now? And then he just got that one guy who very lazily says, oh, it's, it's Harry, it's Harry Potter. And I'm like, you know what? That is, people could see that as like a terrible line job, but I think that's amazing because I'm like, yeah, if, if I was working at some government building and there was some guy who was considered this number one, you know, least desirable person, even though I know that's not true, that's probably how I would react. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I think that's the guy that... Harry Potter! This guy's is Harry Potter! He very quietly says it suddenly... Jim, get over here! All he says it to no one in particular. He's suddenly, just like, that guy! Yeah, all the guards just show up out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, suddenly, oh, now everybody knows he's yeah. here. Yeah, but they did know, because it, it like he turned into Harry yeah, downstairs, so yeah, they were so probably like tracking him. Then they all saw him. Is this the same movie, though? Like, which, which is the one... Seven Part One is So that's where, where they break into the Ministry, and they break into Gringotts in the next movie. Oh, okay. Gringotts is the next one. I was oh, thinking, the that's one. the one okay. where yep. Hannah Bonham comes yeah, yeah, that's true. I was like, this I, one... That's the very... That's movie. where Ron just puts on some, yeah. a beard. I mean, it that's is true. supposed yeah. to be one movie, but, like, this is the one where, at the very end of the movie, Dobby saves them. Yeah, I remember that. I just got confused with that part. Yeah, no. It's the same movie that they break into those places, but, yeah. No, because yeah. I like I was gonna say I like I always forget that there's a uh, break in the scene in this movie because mm-hmm. there was one the next one that's like almost better, mm-hmm. but this yeah. one I'm, like also has one. That's so really excellent, good. yeah. They have the whole scene where like basically you get all the cast together to uh, like free Harry from uh, you know well not free him but to escape the Dursleys' house and yes. get to the like, and that whole mm-hmm. scene's awesome and they all have to turn into different Harry Potters. That's and, so, and so fun, kind of, yeah, cool. that's so good, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> I like when Fred and George turn into Harry Potter and they're like, look, we're twins. We're identical. I think for me, this one like looks the best out of all the movies. Mm-hmm. Like visually, I was like, like I don't know, like I've fallen asleep in a couple of these movies, but for this one, I couldn't because like I just loved the way that this one looked and mm-hmm. the way it was edited. Yeah. Like whether they're in the woods or they're, you mm-hmm. know. Like that beginning scene, like I don't know, the whole thing—it it looks so good. Like I ranked it really high just because I think it's the best-looking movie out of yeah. all of them. This one, like I, it didn't used to like. I, I mean, it was up there, but like it didn't used to be like one of my favorites or anything. Mm-hmm. But it like this last time I watched them, it just like hooked me. Like mm-hmm. I was like, this is so technically really well done. Yeah. And like just some of the moments, like. I just, I love them. Like, I love the moment where Ron, like, tells it, like, he reappears and, like, just shows up and he, like, casually has a sort of Gryffindor and mm-hmm. a dead Horcrux and he's like, hey, this is what happened and talks yeah. about, like, his love and all this stuff. I'm like, it's so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, what What do you all think of the dancing scene? I love that I love scene. I yeah. love... I really like it too, actually. That's, like, one of my favorite scenes in the whole, mm-hmm. like, It felt like a thing. lot of sexual tension to me. Let's <laughs> sleep together. No, uh, no, it was just it was like they were going through such a hard time, and they were just like they needed a little bit of hope. I like they, that. Yeah, it was just like a moment to finally breathe. I know that's yeah. what it was, 
but it just but felt you like, had to make it. I thought for weird. me, a, a watching it, like I don't remember how I felt the first time. But this time, I felt like oh, like it's, they're just friends. Like they're just like yeah, like cementing it in for the first time almost. Like yeah. they're like like that was like their verification of it almost. Yeah, and it was almost like Harry acknowledging that he needs a friend because mm-hmm. like there's like so many times like he even like just tries to like ditch. He's like I'm gonna leave, you know, and just yeah. like go off by myself and leave the wedding or whatever. Um, but I, I feel like it just kind of cements, like, he's just like, no, I need this person. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're just, just be like, Neville by himself. very close <laughs> friends. Yeah. Was this the one where uh, Ron has a weird vision of Harry and Hermione naked? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very naked. It was a weird time. Yeah, when he Definitely was about to kill that. the Horcrux. The Horcrux. And it opens it, up like, and it does that big puff of black smoke. It basically yeah, just gets at whatever is, yeah. like, the deepest thing in him. I remember them, like, telling him, like, he's... He sucks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they start making out and they're yeah. getting naked, and what? it's just like, and yeah. then it's, it's, it's naked in there in a puff it's the best of smoke. And then he I don't think I fell asleep, but and then maybe I did. He swings it down that. and it's, he cuts a quick shot first, like, of the actual Harry, and there, and then you see it, he actually gets the Horcrux, and you're like, oh, thank God, he he <sighs> he conquered all, he conquered those evil. The the devil was talking to him, and he fought it, and I I I like that. Uh, you know, back to that dancing scene, though. Like, mm-hmm. if you really think about it, I'm like, the one who's got, like, the most pressure, I would say, right now, is still Harry. He totally does. And, like, I get why Hermione's all stressed out, too. But, like, I think that adds to why Harry, like, actually is, like, a really, like, awesome, interesting character. Yeah. Is that, like, even though, she, like, he is way more stressed, I would say. You know, he knows that Hermione's down, and that's why he, like, dances with her, just to kind of get her mind off of things. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, see, that's why he's the greatest person on the planet. Yeah. Because <laughs> he would do that, even though I'm like, he's probably got way more on his mind. But he's like, I can take a second. So I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, that's um, really sweet. And, uh, I don't know what else to say about this. I just like a lot of the cast returns. I like Dobby coming Dobby back. Yeah, and yeah, that I'm like, scene is beautiful. And I know it's like, this is all in the book, too, but I'm really glad they went through with it like they didn't decide to cut down on stuff just because oh well, it's been a couple years since this character's been there or you know we need to shorten things here no they really went full force they're like let's bring everybody back mm-hmm. let's finally <laughs> show the one Weasley brother that hasn't shown up in all the other movies yeah. but never bring Charlie into it because screw him I guess uh, he's just he's a in the, he's in the newspaper in the third one <laughs> exactly <laughs> whoever that one we talk about him in the fourth one he's like oh my brother Charlie who <laughs> works with the dragons um yeah I really um I love the scene where, like, they, they do all the protective enchantments, but then, like, Hermione's, like, down, uh, and the, like, snatchers can smell oh, her for yeah. oh, yeah, That's, like, like so much, like, tension and stuff. Oh, I just love that one. You're saying, like, film-wise, like, it's, like, the best look, and I love that scene where they are, like, mm-hmm. running through the forest. Oh, my and God, it's, like, yeah. It's yeah. not really, like, any music. All you can kind of hear is the sound effects of them running, and I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so like, terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and the shots are just so beautiful. Like, yeah. even just, like, the camping or woodsy mm-hmm. shots. Like, you can knock it, but I think it's freaking gorgeous, mm-hmm. you know? So. Yeah. Do you enjoy it? I would say that still, though, like, I just feel like I do get bored at a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I don't know. I, I do sometimes wonder what would have happened if they would have just kept this movie as one. Because with the fourth one, they wanted to split it because there was a lot of story to tell, but, you know, they wanted to make money. This one, I really feel more that they just wanted to make money, mm-hmm. not really story-wise. Because there was a lot of stuff they had to wrap up, but they still didn't wrap up a lot of it, especially with the second part. I really still don't feel that. I don't know. But, uh, I don't know. I, I have the seventh one at, you know, number seven, actually. 
much. I have it. That's my number one. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have it fourth. Fifth for me. Fifth. Seven. Ninth. <laughs> 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 <Okay>. Yikes. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just on the Harry Potter scale. There's only, what, ten movies? <laughs> mm-hmm. I love them all. You feel bad. But the Harry don't. Potter scale. Uh, all right. We get to now the final one. Oh, by the way, all the last four were directed by David Yates. I don't even think I said that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you, you mentioned this? something. You said the same director. We didn't say who. Yeah, all of them, in, including into, the Fantastic Beasts. Including Fantastic Beasts. And, you know, and in fact, I think those are really the only movies he's directed, except for his one-time stint doing a Tarzan movie. He, he did that Legend of Tarzan movie with Samuel wow. L. Jackson. That actually did remind me a little bit of Harry Potter. Oh, I had no idea it was the same director, though. I guess he did some other the stuff. movie, <laughs> but it was very David Yates. But we get to uh, seven part one, one of the highest grossing movies of all time. The one that ended it all. You know, seven part two. He said that. Seven part two, whatever. You know what I mean. It's not whatever. <laughs> um... Which I don't know, like this movie, I, I I don't, I can't really see anybody disliking it just because like the action scenes are so well done and just having such a huge cast and having so many like great funny moments but having a lot of sad moments. I mean, it probably has like the saddest scene like the entire series and it's like the big. I guess if you hadn't been reading the books, this would have been like the big like the holy the holy crap moment like this or everything's like pieced together and you're like wow it's like one of the best like montages ever for like movies is that whole explanation like right after Snape dies oh that oh my gosh yeah really good scene Mm -hmm. um I don't know I I like pretty much cry every time mostly I I cry at the part where cause I mean everything else I like I don't know it's like everything else I kind of you can kind of figure out as you go along in the series and you realize well Snape was just a double agent and everything but the moment I get real like teary eyed is like when we cut back to that scene from 7 part 1 where you see the um Patronus again oh, yeah. and you realize like wow that was Snape who did all that yeah. um, like, with the sword and everything and I was like wow, I never even would have connected any of those dots mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. Like, I guess, and the book does, but, like, the way the movie just shows it, I mean, that was, like, the last piece of the puzzle they had to explain. I was like, wow, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is so sad. Yeah. That moment where Snape realizes that Harry has to die, he's like... I know, and then Dumbledore's like, die. you mean to tell me that you've come to care for the boy? Yeah, Dumbledore's <laughs> just, like, super sassy and casual about it. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, whatever. You know? Um, I really like the music in this movie too. Mm-hmm. We never have talked about the music. The music's oh, the really music good. is excellent. John Williams did movies. the score for the first three movies, so of course it's amazing oh, themes and everything. Yeah. It's some, it's probably some of his best themes, honestly. Yeah, yeah. some, yeah, some of my favorite. If you music. listen to some of his music, like sometimes you can see. If you watch, if you listen to his music in order of how he made it. Like, listen to Superman, the theme from Superman, and then listen to the Indiana Jones theme. There's a three-year gap there. Yeah. They sound very similar, yeah. actually. I get them mixed up all the time. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'll start singing one, and then start accidentally start singing the other. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, no. Nah, I don't only game. do that. I start, I, I get them confused, and then I start singing the theme from Spaceballs, because I'm like, yeah. da 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 and I'm like, wait, that's not yeah. at all it. <laughs> But uh, the Harry Potter theme was really unique, I thought. Like, mm-hmm. it really stuck out from all his other work. And, you know... Is it called Hed- Hedwig theme? Hedwig's it's like the actual... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because this, this is, like, the 
like on my cinematic like playlist, that's like my first song I listen to whenever mm. I put it on. The, well, yeah, that track alone right there has mm-hmm. got so many good mixes of like everything. Like it's such a good definer of the series. He didn't do the music for the rest of them, but like whoever they got for uh, the sixth or the fifth one, I mean, the seventh, ah, part two, seven, part two. Uh, I believe was Alexandre Desplat. I know he ended up winning an Oscar later for doing. I want to say it was Theory of Everything, but I have to find out. But he did the music for this movie, and I thought it was really good. Um, I listened to it a lot. The uh, epic battle music, anyway. Uh, what do you have to say about the movie? I just really like the the funny parts. I thought the comedic relief. It was really good, like, mm-hmm. especially with McGonagall, like... Oh, yeah. yeah. I've always wanted to use that spell. Just like that, and like, just legendary. Just, yeah. Yeah, you and what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love Neville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm just glad that the battle just wasn't a letdown in the end. Like, it mm-hmm. actually yeah. really delivered. Like, Absolutely. they actually started destroying, like, Hogwarts and everything. You're like, yeah. wow, this is, like, really, like... Yeah. Because it was like, for a lot of people who grew up with Harry Potter, I mean, they saw them all in theaters. They literally grew up with the mm-hmm. series. And they're just like, pretty much watching their like, childhood crumble in front of them. I'm like, yeah, oh, it's sad. It's emotional. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. yeah. Especially like, like, you as desperately want to protect Hogwarts as they are, like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And just that whole scene where they're like, running through the, the war to, I forget where they're trying to go. Um, to the boathouse. Yeah, I think yeah. to the boathouse. That whole part, too, is like, Real emotional and kind of like, whoa. What's that track mm-hmm. called? That Courtyard Apocalypse is the name of that track, by the way. Huh. I, I know that because I listen to that track a lot. And mm-hmm. it's funny because, yeah, you watch that movie and you're like, okay, all they have to do is go from Hogwarts to the Bowhouse. But instead they make it this whole thing where they're just, you know, crossing through. And there's everybody's like, it's really cool just how they do it because yeah. I'm not. One thing that irks me about some movies is when they got to do, like, they do a lot of kids' movies, but, you know when they do the finale and they have to show that everybody's lending a hand in their own special way and I'm like I always think that stuff's really cheesy and dumb mm-hmm. like the way they do it but this movie does it really well yeah mostly because there's not like big moments for everybody mm-hmm. the best moments though is when Aberforth shows up and he just does like the world's like biggest like Patronus trap yeah. and I'm like wow okay Aberforth's awesome yeah. where were you in the last couple movies <laughs> <laughs> and uh and I swear to God, there is a part where the camera goes real quick, but I swear you can hear Trelawney say, like, Crucio, I swear she says it. I swear she's just like, she don't care anymore. She's like, I want to be thrown around um, oh, with the unforgivable, unforgivable curses. <laughs> Can't sound well. And Molly Weasley straight up kills Bellatrix. Right. Yeah. Amazing. I feel like that smells worse so cool. than yeah. 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 Like exploded. Just disintegrates. <laughs> this, this death will not be fun. <laughs> That's yeah. my yeah. Oh, it's so good. And, uh... Oh yeah, but I was gonna say, I'm like, that, that's just awesome that they decided to, like, actually film it that way. Take the time to actually show, like, how intense the battle was and everything. Yeah. The only, the only tip I have with this movie, and I will forever have, is the fact that he does not, in fact, have his mother's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> what, is what is that? They could have hired any little red-headed girl in the whole world, and they decided to hire a little red-headed girl with brown freaking eyes. Right. Why? Yeah, exactly. Well, and I heard they tried to get Daniel Radcliffe to wear contacts, but yeah. they were too painful, so he wouldn't. Yeah, that's what I heard, it's, too. Uh, I have a good idea. Why not just have the mother's eyes look like his? Because yeah. she's going to be the one barely in the series. Yeah. 
I mean, granted, they wear contacts every movie. I mean, granted, like I'm, I'm proud of the filmmakers for when they, uh, when you know, they casted her for a real quick scene in the first movie, but they've kept bringing back the same actresses and the same actor for the father throughout the entire series. Anytime they show up, I like that. But why didn't they just hire someone that had similar eyes yeah. if they're barely going to show up? That's true. You know, and I'm like, I'm okay with the fact that Harry doesn't have green eyes. But, like, yeah. at least make Lily have baby blue eyes, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. that's okay. But One of the most insignificant elements of the seventh book is uh, Tonks having a child. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, it's Lupin's son or whatever. It's barely brought up. It's brought up a couple times in the book. And it's brought up for one second in seven part one. And she's like, oh, we have some news to tell you. And then Mad Eye Booty's like, ah, this is not the time. Because he's a grown and then he dies, so I guess screw him. But <laughs> they did bring it up in the part two, though, too. When For one second, yeah. Oh, I was gonna bring that up because I said, all right. I thought the entire movie. I was like, why did they even bring it up in the first one? If they weren't gonna bring it up again, because even when they show her at the battle, she's clearly not pregnant. So I'm like, all right, did she have the baby or not? Well, I mean, yeah, I know obviously, but... obviously, I know she did. But any think of a viewer right now watching this who hadn't read the books, they'd be like, what is going on? And then really quickly, it's almost like, and I watch that scene, and I almost sometimes wonder, I'm like, were they, like, on set, and they realized, we haven't done anything about this whole baby plot line, maybe we should bring it up here to the coast, and be like, oh, and Remus, your son, and he's like, it's fine, it, that's it. And it's I'm like, fine. And I'm like, why, just, why didn't you just not bring it up? Because it was weird that you brought it up the way well, they did it. It's supposed to make it worse that they died. Because they had to leave us on behind. Well, yeah. Because it's not like all that shocking of news. It's not like, oh my god, what they had a baby. It's like, well, yeah, they were yeah. like married or whatever. Yeah, like, but it's just weird that you know you never time. see the baby and you never see the baby born. You never really see any signs of her actually pregnant. Yeah, it's so not in the book was, either. Too. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, I just thought it was weird that they even brought it up, and it was like mm-hmm. a weird thing. One of the weird plot lines they decided to still wrap up, and I was like, oh, really quickly bring it up here. Isn't Harry the Godfather? Oh yeah. Maybe. I uh, because there was one other thing that they didn't really uh. He gets into like the most trouble in school. That's not him. One is hunted by everyone. (laughs) He should be the guy. We'll probably die trying to save that guy. (laughs) Parallels Sirius Black, his own guy. Yeah, it's true. Hunted it's true. by everyone. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I was disappointed how they showed the other deaths, honestly. Like, hmm. is it Fred's death? Is it Fred's Fred death? Fred dead. Fred yep. dead. Okay. Fred dead. <laughs> Thank right. you, guys. Like, Fred, Fred's <laughs> death, which I remember yeah, was a big moment in the book. Too soon. And uh, in this one, it's like, it is sad because like, the whole family's crying over him. I didn't really like how they set that all up, though, because you only get like a quick second with it. And then he, you have Harry just look to the side and you see, you know, dead loop and then dead tongues. And I'm like, oh, and that's all you get of that. And I'm like, yeah, come on, man, you could have done a little more. Speaking of the twins, uh, I think it's part one, but George's ear. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> with the two Morning. Morning. <laughs> Holy. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, the twins are so wonderful, and like they kind of appre- they're kind of appreciated in the movies, but like in the books, it's way more, and you you feel more for the fact mm-hmm. that Fred dies. Okay, I don't know if you guys watch the ABC Family Harry Potter weekends when they happen though. Oh, yeah. oh they post um, them up there. They have com- no, they have no. commercials oh. that are like previews. 
and um it said something about the it, it was like Weasley weekend and it was like don't get too attached to them or to oh, one of them no. oh my god oh, that was so hard oh, savage wow. so savage uh, have you guys heard the like the theory that George is actually Willy Wonka Oh yeah, I've heard that. I love I love that idea. That's I don't fine. even need the theory. I'm like that all kind of makes sense. <laughs> works like for if me. you watch like works the old me. Willy Wonka, yeah, like, so I'm thinking like the old like, the the like if you go like you see his office, he has like half the bust. <laughs> like everything's half in his office. He has a bad ear. Uh, oh wow, <laughs> he's crazy. Think of that. Like he becomes. Well, it makes sense. Steals a time turner yeah. goes back to the seventies. Oh opens it. He has a wondrous factory with like yeah, yeah. slaves. That's how much, fun. I like. How much I gotta for this? adjust my list. Five gallons. <laughs> <laughs> how much for me? Five gallons. But I'm your brother. Ten, Ten gallons. We were just quoting that last night. <laughs> oh man. Um. You know, I, and I, the only thing in the book that I, I had, I did not believe they would be able to pull off was the whole thing where, like, he dies and he goes into, like, a little world of the purgatory, basically, mm-hmm. and, you know, he meets up with Dumbledore again. I did that. Well, they, they end up having him naked, like, in the book. But I yeah. really did not think the movie was going to pull that scene off. And I thought the movie did it, like, awesome. I think they did really well. Can someone explain to me why and how he came back? I did not uh, get he that. He had the resurrections. Don't. He was the he was the master of death. No. no, he threw the he threw the resurrection stone away. But it was still it still belonged to him. I yeah. believe. I don't think they all have to I, be on I, you. To like <laughs> yeah, like Dumbledore, they were in his possession. Like they Dumbledore weren't like oh I have them all in my pockets. He literally explained it to him in the scene. He's well, like I was thinking, he's like I when Voldemort threw this curse at you, mm-hmm. the piece of you that was a Horcrux was destroyed. Even though that kind of breaks the whole continuity of I thought only Basilisk Venom could destroy it, but mm-hmm. the whole point is it it's destroyed the, the Horcrux. <laughs> so you're right. <laughs> so then, when he said that, he was like, "So he says, I believe you have a choice. You can either pretty much." He basically said to him, "He's like, you could just die right now if you want. You know, just go on. You know, catch a train." As he says, "He's like, or you can go back because you're not really dead because, you know, he yeah, he threw the curse at you, but you didn't technically die yeah. because I killed him. Something piece of you. died, yeah. you know. So it's like the curse worked. Something died, yeah. but it was yeah. just it was the part of Voldemort living in him. So it's like Voldemort killed." himself, yeah. essentially, and Harry was left unharmed. And I've always seen it, like, he was in possession of all three of the Deathly Hollows. That's mm-hmm. true, too. Even if he, they weren't on his person, he... They were in his possession. They belonged to him. So he was the master of death. He could yeah. do what he wanted. Yeah, he didn't have to die. And that's that's why he just snapped back and then just fake deck, fake, fake Basically, death like, just think Care that... Hagrid, and then... Basically think of it like the curse didn't really kill him. Because it killed, it killed the Horcrux. Oh, and yeah. the Horcrux. There was a Horcrux layer on him that got destroyed. Okay. It was like. So, a like, I think if Voldemort was. Is that in the book, then? Well, here's the thing. In the book. In the book, what I meant by, like, oh, I didn't think they'd pull that scene off because, one, it's already kind of weird, but they did. But it is a huge exposition scene, and exposition mm-hmm. in movies are always, like, terrible, but this mm-hmm. scene did it really well. Uh, there is a whole nother exposition scene before he kills Voldemort. Like, there is, like, paragraphs and paragraphs about why why Voldemort can't kill him, but he can kill him, and it's all over. Okay. Because when he died, fake died even, he technically had this protection curse against the entire school, just like his mother did for him when she died. And 
they even bring up something about the blood and how, you know, in the fourth one, when he used his blood, for some reason there's some extra protection there. Like, he has so many layers of protection that Voldemort can't basically do anything. And they bring all that stuff up mm-hmm. in the book. But And I'm glad they cut all that out. They just simply let it to, like, oh, no, let's just have a one-on-one battle and end it. Because if we have him talking for hours, <laughs> it's going to yeah. suck. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was That's one part Because I, I was thinking, like, but you, you said, like, if he, like, one can't live and now they're both alive and like yeah I get it he killed the horcrux to me I feel like if Voldemort would have gotten up a little quicker and you know instead of accepting that he was just dead if he would have just threw another curse at him I feel like that would have killed Harry for good yeah. then. but he's too fragile for that he's too manipulative <laughs> and like exact to do something why did anyone ever try to use knives in these moves the only time someone did was Bellatrix and she killed Dobby real well so I mean yeah it's like they were always just like you know but I do love like the the layer of like Harry telling um I forget her name about Narcissa now, Narcissa like is Draco alive? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Because he saved there. Draco. Right? I like, otherwise that. his answer wouldn't so have, like, good. he wouldn't have been able to say, yes, Draco's alive, but he saved mm-hmm. Draco. Yeah. And therefore, like, he was able to say yes. And she just, like, went mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Which is I crazy, because he just added, trusted her. That like, added so much to her character, I think. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I really like, like, I don't like Lucius at all. But I really like Narcissa, and I really like Draco's character. Just because they have redeeming qualities. Yeah. Whereas... The he's dad, just he's like just terrible. No, this I hate is him. Totally like fearful. No, she's not. I like she's that just... he comes up drunk by like the end, basically. Like he's just got, he's just disheveled and not taking care mm-hmm. of himself. At oh, all. he was in Espen's like. Well, I mean, I know, but like even when he's out, he's just like the way he is around Voldemort. He's just basically terrified of him at this point. He's just yeah. Such a it's just like funny. years and years of like he started <laughs> being a Death Eater because he was afraid of Voldemort. So it's like years of just like I'm terrified of this guy mm-hmm. I'm terrified yeah. I'm so scared I'm so scared yeah. and you can even tell like Draco doesn't like him cause like when Voldemort's like calling everyone to like switch sides or whatever he doesn't mm-hmm. even come until his mom says yeah, his, yeah. like yeah. he totally ignored his dad yeah I mean at that point it's like Harry saved him so he's yeah. like where does my allegiance lie like yeah, I don't even exactly. know it's funny too like she she does that, but like in the movie, Voldemort like collapses after he like kills Harry. He's just like such a mess. Like he cannot get up. He's mm-hmm. like not feeling well. Mm-hmm. I think I think Draco's mom like saw that. He's like she's like, well, this regime's not gonna last long. <laughs> so she's like, how about how about uh, I just go and like fake all this, and you know maybe maybe Harry could just save the day. Because, like, I love when they find out he's actually alive. Yeah. And, and, I mean, she knew that. That's why she called Draco mm-hmm. over. Because she's like, look, the second he gets up, we're booking it. That's what they do. She yeah, that's Because you see him at the bridge. But even before that, when everyone's, like, flying around and Voldemort's just freaking out. In the background, you can see she's grabbing him. Yep. They're already yep. booking it. They're like, we're out of here. This is it. This is yeah. not... Nothing mm-hmm. good can come of this. Um, yeah, I... Uh, I really like this movie. Do you, do you like the aged up makeup at the 19 years later part? Or yeah. like the way they all look? I mean, what are you <laughs> going to do? Like, they did what they could. They gave everyone just... like a like a goiter. <laughs> to, like, <laughs> make them look a lot older. But, I, yeah. I wish they would have aged them up honestly a little more. Because I think they all looked a little too good for like their ages honestly. The only one who... I mean they only would have been... What? It's 19 years. Oh 19 years. I okay mean, yeah. You're talking about like yeah. they'd be like, I don't know. like thirty-eight. Yeah, I don't know. it's not too bad. No. I don't know. It'd only be about thirty-six because Harry was seventeen at the end of that last. Was week. he? Okay, I count almost 18, eighteen. I so, guess yeah. so. Like yeah, yeah. thirty-six. So, 
yeah. Every Harry Potter fan I know gets ticked that at the very end that Harry doesn't take his wand up to the broken wand to fix it before he breaks the elder wand. Everyone always gets annoyed at that. I I don't know if you, you doesn't seem like you guys care because <laughs> I I, 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 I always really I've, I've always heard that one because it's like you know he just breaks in half which I always thought was a cool moment because so I'm like he's still just amazing like he's yeah. just like, nah, we don't he's just this. so yeah. good like he's yeah. so so good he's like we don't want that to happen yeah but yet. we all know he kept the cloak <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that was really from his dad to. like yeah. I don't know I don't think he really needed to fix his wand because um, didn't he win Draco's other one too? So that one's technically yes. his now. So yeah. he really oh, okay. didn't need That's to fix it because he had two. Plus, I feel like there's plenty of wand repair shops. Also, you can probably. Oh well, no, Ollivander's dead. Never mind. I thought there was no way to like fix it because of the kind of wand it was. Okay. Pretty sure I don't think he died. Well, they, he it was the fact that when they when they were at the the, the cottage when they were there. Fleur really quickly said to them, he's like, he's weak. So it's like, okay. he, he was like near dying. So I always assumed that, yeah, he probably died after that. Like, even though when she says he's weak and they go in and they talk to him, he seems perfectly fine. I mean, John Hurt's dead now, so I guess he's dead. Oh, he's not understand. dead. He's not dead in the books? In the books, he's not dead. Oh, yeah. Ollivander lives forever. <laughs> so what do we rank it? Uh, number two. Number two for me as well. Two. Three. Two. Number one. Number one. Nice. Number one. <laughs> 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 Love it. Marty Pooper. And that was it. That was all the Harry Potter Woo! movies they ever made. Let's um, hear it. about the rest. Nothing yep, else was made. And, and we we're don't have to think about it. Perfect eight satisfied. film series. Satisfied. Nothing else. Thoroughly satisfied. Oh, I'm J.K. Rowling. I want to be in screenplay writing now. I'm like... Fine, sure. I'm sure you'll do a great job. Yeah, but why'd you have to write it about Harry Potter? <laughs> write something else. Uh, okay, I want to write it about this character, and I want to throw this in the way and throw this Fantastic in. Beasts and Where to Find Them. Alright, so you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this movie in 2016 in theaters once. I haven't seen it since. Same! So, literally same. I it see. was entirely forgettable. I literally actually kind of don't know what to say about it right now. I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> uh, granted, <laughs> like, I don't hate the movie. I actually do kind of like the movie. And all I was thinking the entire time was, there's a lot of story in this. And I really like the story. This story is actually really interesting. They finally leave Hogwarts. There's not even Hogwarts in this movie. I'm like, this is amazing. We, we're finally, like, we're, this is street magic. I'm That's awesome. Street magic. We're, we're, we're on the streets finally. Like, it's amazing. We, 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 see, we see some of America. So it's awesome. We see some of America and everything. And I remember thinking, you know, I, it's really too bad because she is an excellent story writer. She should not be writing the screenplay because screenplays are not meant to be written the way she's doing this. But they are still making a pretty good movie out of it. I really wish she would have made this a book first. And then mm -hmm. uh, Steve Close, who did all of the Harry Potters, except for the fifth one for some random reason. But he did all the Harry Potters. And I believe he even went and co-wrote this movie with her. But you can tell it's a lot of just... Uh, her doing it. Uh, actually, no, no, it was just her alone. Uh, I'll have to look him up again to see. It. Uh, he was the writer for. Yeah, so he actually had nothing to do with the writing for Fantastic Beasts or the sequels. So he wrote all the Harry Potter movies. He would read the books, adapt them. And there's this really great uh, special feature on the Blu ray set. 
of them having the conversation. It's J.K. Rowling and the screenwriter of all the movies, basically, uh, Steve Close, having the conversation just about writing. It's an hour-long thing. It's really interesting because, you know, they're completely different writers. Screenwriting and book writing is completely different. But you can tell at times that J.K. Rowling was kind of annoyed about some of the things he'd cut out or some of the things he would do. And, you know, like... I just think it's kind of funny, though, because that was made before Fantastic Beasts, and now I see Fantastic Beasts, and I'm like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have been, uh, you know, shitting on screenwriting so much, because, you know, there is a different art to that, there is a different way to do that, and, uh, yeah, there's a lot of story in Fantastic Beasts, and there's a lot of story that doesn't really need to be there, it needs to be cut out, there needs to be a lot of cutting, so, I don't know, I like the movie, but it's like... I really wish it would have been a book first and then adapted because that's what I think it is needed to make it better. Sure. Uh, but I loved the movie. I thought it was something totally different. Which is I love the time period. Um, like, I like the story. I like the character of Newt. Like, he's a quirky animal lover guy who went to America. And I don't know. I just really like it. I like Eddie Redmayne, too, which I, I was not a fan up until that point. And I'm like, wow, he was actually fit really well into the role. Uh, I kind of liked a lot of the characters. Dan Fogler plays the um, bumbling Jacob. muggle, basically, who Jacob is basically there. He's the best character. Yeah, like, I like he's him. Awesome. He's so wonderful. And uh, was not a fan of the villain at all. I thought, wow, what's that actor's name? I always forget. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Oh, I'm no, I like, it, I like... But I like never Colin mind. Farrell. You know what? I like Colin Farrell in the movie. Not what I meant Daredevil. by Daredevil. The other guy. Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> That's the movie that you That's not what I was thinking of. I was thinking of... Oh, um, Another movie or another guy? Ezra Miller. Ezra, Ezra Miller, Miller in the movie. Oh, okay. Was not a fan of him at all in this movie. Uh, I don't know what they He's were. He's interesting. Well, he wasn't I feel really like... the bad guy. Yeah, but... I don't know who really was the bad guy again because Colin Farrell wasn't. Yeah, but he wasn't really introduced as a villain until the very end of the movie. They didn't even know he was the bad guy. Well, there wasn't really a villain to begin with. It was Newt trying to get his creatures back. Yeah, I know, but like there was also the whole storyline about Credence being like this crazy thing, and you know, I don't really focus on that. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's interesting the whole Credence thing, but I just feel like it's not fleshed out enough for me Mm -hmm. to care at all. Like, I just, like, the, and I think I feel that way about a lot of the characters in this so far, and I hope it proves me wrong eventually, but I just am, like, at a point where I'm, like, I don't genuinely care for any of these characters, except maybe Jacob, because he's just interesting and likable enough, but, like, the rest of them, I'm, like, I don't really care if you lost your animals, like, they're really interesting, and I love the visuals, and it's really fun, but, like, as far as the conflict, like, I don't care as much about the conflict as I feel like I should, you know? I... I like Newt because he's like fish out of water in New York. Uh, he lost his soup, his creatures in the city of New yeah. York. Yeah, like, yeah. They're all, they're on the loose. He has to get them. Um, they're like his children almost because yeah. like how deeply he cares about the creatures. It's like he lost his babies. And it and it's not like a straight. There's a bad guy. There's a good guy. He's just trying to get them all back. And then it just so happens like this obscurus is in the city destroying things and he kind of knows about them so he has, he finds it whatever and I liked that Credence was like an Obscurus and stuff but it seems like they're kind of shying away from that now mm-hmm. and like now he's just like this powerful Dumbledore whatever yeah like, like there's no point for Newt 
to be involved with Credence now because he's like basically not in Obscures anymore. Yeah, it's a weird time. I definitely feel like the first Fantastic Beasts, like, it doesn't wholly connect with the second one. Mm-mm. Like, no. it, Fantastic Beasts could be, like, its own separate movie, except that little, no. like, two minutes at the end where Grindelwald shows up. Yeah. Whereas I feel like everything else from that point could just be its, its own, own movie, movie yeah. series mm-hmm. kind and of thing. I, yeah, and they could have yeah. went so many different directions mm-hmm. with the second one. The second one has so many continuity problems that it... <laughs> Yeah. We're well, not there. Yeah, we'll stick to first one. I like the first one. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I love the visuals. The visuals were great, and it's fun, and it reminds you of Harry Potter, which is so great. Mm-hmm. I was about all, I so glad that they didn't just also like connect everything to Harry Potter. I like yeah. that it was kind of its own thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like I, I, there's mentions of things here and there, but it's oh, yeah. not like the movie straight it's up is like this is. Harry Potter's great great grandfather. Like yeah. I'm glad they didn't do that crap. Like this is like totally its is own it? thing. No, no. Okay. <laughs> no, don't worry. It's totally its own. I thing. mean, we don't know and, yet. Uh, to be oh, fair, if yes, they yeah. do that, going off of the like family bending, family tree bending that's going on in the second one, anything could happen. Anything True. Could happen. If they if they if they said that Newt is Harry Potter's great great grandfather, I'm gonna uh, take my no. His, actually, his, his lineage <laughs> is very uh, well mapped. Harry Potter's out. grandfather yeah. is actually in this time. Uh, his grandfather's name is also Harry. It's something else, but it, they call him Harry. If they and he he's like an or something in the Ministry. I will take my entire Harry Potter. Like hundred dollars series collection thing and just toss it. I'll take it. Yeah. I, mean, I would also. Yeah. I'll take yours. Well, like, <laughs> isn't Harry's like cool? It was like eighty bucks. Lineage come from the people who owned the Deathly Hallows, anyways. The, I don't remember the last. Oh, it was just a yeah. Pete. Yeah, Everals. So like, it really wouldn't make sense like to have Scamander. No, and plus well, Scamander's still alive in Harry mm-hmm. Potter. Oh, they'll find you see him on the Marauders map. Time turners are gonna get thrown in. Wait, do they really? Mm-hmm. You see them on the marauders? What? Huh. I did not know that. That's cool. In the credits or in the movie? I think in the movie. Hmm. Like he's still working at the school. You just never see him. He on doesn't the work screen. at the school, but he's like on the marauders map. I, like he's just, just like visiting his, Hogwarts. Yeah, he's just he like sneaks visiting. around. The he was finding creatures. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I can I can believe he'd still and, be alive and because he's Luna Luna marries his grandson. Yeah. Uh, the first Wait, Fantastic Beast. Yeah, that makes sense. Is the first one in 20, 1926? 26. And the new ones. Uh, well, I mean, the Harry Potter films are supposed to be in the nineties, basically. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can believe they'd still be alive. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, let me have anything else to say about Fantastic Beasts. It's a good looking film, uh, good Harry Potter lore, I would say, of the universe, kind of, I, I liked what it was doing, I liked doing its own thing. Mm-hmm. I, I really wish it would have just been a Rogue One, where it would have been a one-off, and then they would have, yeah, yeah, then they would have right, done yeah, other right. one-offs, mm-hmm. yeah. and, yeah, totally, because yeah. in the movie, like, in the actual Harry Potter universe, like, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is just a textbook. Yeah. So, like, they're basing... Five movies off of a textbook that's barely mentioned. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And before <laughs> before this movie came out, and before there was even talk of it, you used to be there. You, there used to be a copy of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. It was just mm-hmm. a little book that you could buy. Yeah. And now they only sell like screenplays of it, which is a major bummer because you used to be able to get. Quidditch Through the Ages, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and then Tales of Beetle the Bard as yeah. like a set. Mm-hmm. And now they don't sell that Fantastic Beasts anymore. Mm-hmm. Because all they're, they're selling is the screenplay. It. They're like, don't read that, because 
Then you'll read it's it. Actually good. You'll read it, and then you'll think, "Why are we making so many movies?" Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, they already. What's weird is that Warner Brothers already made this mistake. They did this with The Hobbit. They split it into three yeah. movies for no reason. And Fantastic Beasts was built to be three movies. After watching the first movie, the way it ends, Grindelwald, you know, being revealed, and it's Johnny Depp, and obviously. They're not going to just have Grindelwald show up at the end of the movie played by Johnny Depp and not do anything about it. It's like, no, they're obviously building towards something. But in a lot of ways, I did not expect uh, Eddie Redmayne to be returning, kind of. I kind of didn't think that'd be happening. Or even if they did, I thought it'd be a couple years later. I thought, maybe they're going to go into the 30s, or maybe they'll even go into the 40s. Maybe we'll go into, like, World War II. It's supposed to be. Right, and... And then, you know, I was thinking of all the different ways, because at the time it was announced as a trilogy, which makes sense. They're trying to make their money. Uh, but I was like, they could do so many different things with this. They could. They could go in so many d- different directions. They don't necessarily have to go for all the plot lines that were brought up in this one and continue those. They could do new things. They could go to new places. Yeah. Um, before we get to that movie, I, I will say that this one is actually... Uh, I have it listed at... Um, I believe number nine right now. It's I don't like them compared to all the other Harry Potters. I think this is like the least of all of them anyway. Mm-hmm. But who knows? I might change if I watch it again. But where is it for everyone else? It's my number three. Nice. Oh, wow. You really you really liked it then, yeah. <laughs> like I I I felt it had the potential to just be like this awesome explorer like he'll go to a different country every time. You'll find all these different beasts and there'll be like a conflict. I didn't think <gasps> Pokemon. Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't think that it'd be this interweaving Dumbledore Grindelwald like mm-hmm. story. Like, it seems like she's trying to make two movies into one movie. Like, there's the Grindelwald versus Dumbledore, and then there's Newt and his beast and his whatever his adventures. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to interweave them into one series. And yeah, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's my number nine. Which, it kind of makes me sad to say that because the movie itself, if it was its own standalone movie, would definitely be higher than a number nine. But because I know it's part of a five-part series, because I know the, like, inconsistencies that are happening later in the series, and because I know it's just because J.K. Rowling wants money, I can't put it higher than nine because it's just not as, like, not as wholesome, almost, as the Mm. original series. Like, Mm -hmm. I know there's, like, an underlying reason that this is being made, because it's for money. But the movie itself, it reminds me a lot of the first Harry Potter. Like, it's a really cool world-building movie. There's a lot of fun moments. Mm -hmm. It's just whimsical and fun, and I really liked it. I I just wish it would have been Newt and his adventures and not... Yeah, if it... Dumbledore versus Dumbledore and also Newt is there. Honestly, if it was just (laughs) Newt and his adventures and, like, even if there was no Grindelwald... It would probably be number three or four on my list, but because it's tied to all this other stuff, it's just dragged down. Yeah, it's got some really good watchability. Mm-hmm. Like, I have it above the first two Harry Potters just because if I owned them, I would rather watch that one. Mm-hmm. But I disagree with this, with this movie a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and especially the next one. Mm-hmm. But, like, and it's like, like I really wish they just would have rogue one it, you know? And that mm-hmm. kind of, like, Zach, I think would have been, even, like, why you like it would have been, it would have made the movie better if it was just... I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Newt. Um, I I like Eddie Redmayne, but like, I just I can't stand his character in this. Like, he's different, which is cool, but it's like, 
when I found out there's going to be more movies, I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have to watch these because like, I'm in. <laughs> but like, I have to watch this guy for the next like, <laughs> this <guy>. like <laughs> 10 years waiting for a movie to come out every two years for five movies. Like, you know, like I'm way more into Jacob, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, why don't they just, and I've talked to you guys, why don't they make like a new main character like, like his character? You know, like I would love. I think it'd be awesome if they made like like a muggle be the main character and mm-hmm. like them yeah. learning. You know, that would be so interesting. and like maybe he's the interweaving character. Like the first movie is about him, and it's called Fantastic Beasts, and he encounters Newt. You know, whatever. But then the next movie, it's still him, and he's just kind of like, I don't know, like not like necessarily becomes a hero, but he's. I don't know. They. I think they could have made it better with like a more of just like a guy who's not like a bumbling idiot but like he's just he's got street smarts you know yeah he's, he's just a guy he's just a guy he's Han really Solo. interesting and he he's very ha- Han Solo this, mo- this movie this, you know what this movie this whole series doesn't have like a Han Solo character yeah. and it could use one could use one and that would that would get people in the seats you know and like you could build a fun story around it mm-hmm. but like I really wish they would rogue one it like the next mm-hmm. one could be just Krems or Grindelwald they cut out you know they could even keep uh Porpin, por, porpin, team, Tina, porpin, the girl. Yeah, Tina. Yeah. Tina? I guess Tina. The girl porpin? he's with. I, guess. I just looked at her What's name. Her That's, whole name is like Porpin Tina. Yeah, it's Tina. It's okay. What's a porpin? You know, they could keep like her in maybe as like an interweaving character. You know, um, but like yeah, like I, I expected the focus to go on to Grindelwald and. Uh, Vol- or not Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbledore. Yeah. Dumbledore, you know? Like, I didn't expect... Like, what you said, Becca, like, they... It's like they retconned the first one without retconning it. They just were like... Everyone's still here. They backtracked on <laughs> Ezra every, Miller's still here. Every like, single thing that happened at yes. the end of Fantastic mm-hmm. Beasts, they backtracked on yeah. They didn't do it. And it's I was like, like, why? Why exactly. did they do that? Exactly. And by then... This in the first like ten minutes of the movie, and I had checked out by then. And I'm like, you gotta be. I know this we'll is get to that grab. anyway. By the way, but I like... think, in my opinion, they're going full DC universe with it. <laughs> they're just going like Warner Brothers is just like, yeah, let's you know. Let's I completely make it. forgot this is Warner Brothers doing this. So it's like, yes, of course, it's the same exactly studio. what it's they the did with studio. DC. So it's Wonder exactly what they're doing with DC. <laughs> if they take on any other franchise, I'm like, I know what to expect now. Like, mm-hmm. and. Yeah. I think it'd be cool if they had like the Dumbledore and Grindelwald trilogy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do that. But also, since the first one was mm-hmm. Fantastic Beasts or whatever, have Eddie Redmayne or Newt or whatever just like have another few movies just to world build. Like With him are... still, though? Yeah, I mean, he's an adventurer. He goes out and finds new creatures, whatever. So he mm-hmm. can like go to the different schools in, like around the world and show... How wizards are. But for around three the world. movies? I like the character. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, you know that's cool. It's they awesome. Could, they, they could be honestly doing some more movies anyway. Mm. They could do that series while they're also doing a Grindelwald series. I mean, I'm not saying they have the same viability. I, I just don't get why they have to be in the Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, yeah that's no. Like, yeah, have have it doesn't... Grindelwald just call it the Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah, yeah it doesn't that make sense. But the yeah. general yeah. audience doesn't know what the Crimes of Grindelwald are. Call it Dumbledore. <laughs> call it Dumbledore. Call it Dobby Dumbledore. Sock for all I care. <laughs> call, call it Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. Yeah, if you honestly, do Dumbledore, they'll know. 
da, 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 da. Honestly, I'm thinking of Batman v Superman. What they should oh, do yeah. is they should do like kind of the Star Wars approach where they should just have a bunch of trilogies. Yeah, anthology out. movies. That would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. I think that would work so much better and like keep Grindelwald and Fantastic mm-hmm. Beasts totally separate because mm-hmm. they can't yeah. mesh yeah. together. You could have a couple little tie-in hints, you know? Yeah, maybe like, like, like Grindelwald. Like it mentions like mm-hmm. that they're in the same time, same yeah. world, whatever. Like yeah. there's a newspaper clipping of new finding mm-hmm. a thing somewhere mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I, I really liked the first movie as just a prequel and if they would have had a second one with complete new characters and everything and they had another subtle tie-in where they're not having to explain that this huge story but it's just like you do get these three mini like you know just prequel anthology films like that mm-hmm. they're not you could watch them in any order maybe even but they still give you a hint of the the you know and then maybe they, that's when they and five years from now that's when they do their little Grindelwald trilogy you know mm-hmm. but like right now with the timing of like you know, with, like, the Johnny Depp stuff going on, like, um, like, that can't help, you know, a whole lot. That's, and, that's the thing I was wondering, I'm like, how are they gonna do five movies? Because really, you you would think they'd have to start, like, finishing this up now, because mm-hmm. they can't use Johnny Depp anymore. Yeah. Like, they're already... It's like so if they cast Kevin Spacey as, like, the main character. Right. Like, I mean... Well, <laughs> hi. I almost feel like people... <laughs> I feel like I... People kind of forgot about Johnny Depp. Some do. Like, people, like I mean, reviews though. Everyone seems to remember. There's people who remember like, it, but man, I have talked to people, and yeah. there's lots of people out there who give Johnny Depp a pass, even though. And it's like, and it is one of those situations where it's like with the Kevin Spacey. There was so many people that came like forward. And there was so much like facts there with, with the Johnny whole, Depp. It's like he said, she said. It kind of is, and it's like, and that's the sad thing because it's like, no, you know, it's obvious that something happened, and you if you really look at Johnny Depp especially in interviews you're like wow this dude is messed up Mm -hmm. like you know that but it is such a he said she said and it's such a one incident thing where there's not a lot of proof and you hear about it's just such a I kind of get why they kept him around and I get why people are giving them a pass but I also feel like people are just being lazy because they're just Mm -hmm. they don't want to you know hate a beloved actor but it's like Dude, the dude's not good. Come on. Like, look at the guy for two seconds. See him in an interview. Yes, I totally believe he'd punch his wife. I'm sorry, he would do it. I totally believe it. And, but they kept him in the movie because I'm like, they already cast him. And it's like, they already have him. I mean, you could easily probably swap him out. Maybe mm-hmm. people would get annoyed, but I think you could do I, it. I and did like him in Crimes of Grindelwald. That's yeah. the thing. I, he's good. I, he's I, a great actor. He'll funny. always be a great he, actor. But I have not liked like, him in so many movies recently, and yet he was super good in this one. I'm like, yeah. well, he's back to his kind of actually calm manner self, you know, where he just delivers lines. I'm like, it sucks that he's so terrible because he's actually kind of good right now, mm-hmm. but, you know, can't really redeem what he did. But... The point is, oh, we should finish the rankings of this before we get yeah. to the next one. But like, what was your, what was your uh, ranking of it? Seven. It's okay. it's above the first Harry Potter's because it's more watchable. Yeah, for me. it's less of a chance to fall asleep. But six. I did I did enjoy it. It's six for you, mm-hmm. and nine and nine, four. Yeah. Four. Okay. <laughs> I think it is that movie that like had the Harry Potter series not existed, had Warner Brothers just Absolutely. said, we're going to make this one movie out of nowhere. Harry Potter doesn't exist, but they made this movie about I would magic. be so excited about it. It would have never gotten a sequel, I don't think. I don't think it would have been successful, but I think it would have been that like movie that people like go fun. back to mm-hmm. and they're like, well, that was actually, they were yeah. on to something with that movie. I don't know what it was, but they're on to something with if, it. If it had a sequel, it wouldn't be Crowns of Grindelwald. It would be yeah. like, 
like rampage or something weird, like a, like <laughs> kaiju in yeah, like true. you yeah. know, it turned into King Kong in the yeah, 30s, kind of new, you know? Go to Japan and yeah, there's like a freaking Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that would make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But now uh, we've arrived at the most recent. Them, uh, I feel like we can just continue our Cri- conversation. Chris, yeah, we've just been talking about it the whole time. Rank it. Crimson Grindelwald. I have so many Ugh. things with this movie. Um, <laughs> the so, crimes of the crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> <laughs> the crimes of J.K. Rowling. Here's the yeah. thing. I, you said this earlier. Like J.K. Rowling is doing this because she wants to make more money. And we also know Warner Brothers just wants to make more money. And we also know there's probably a moment where Warner Brothers is like, because they were very nice to her. And Warner Brothers is famous for being nice to directors, to creative people. Give them a lot, a lot of... There's a reason why Zack Snyder's been able to make so many movies. Because he's visionary, but man, he cannot tell the story, I don't think. But like, he's made so many movies. He, Warner Brothers had a very nice deal with J.K. Rowling where she had a lot of uh, impact on the film series. She had a lot of notes. She had a lot of moments where she's like, you can't do this, you can't do that. By the way, this is important because that's going to come up in this, so you need to do that. She had a very close tie with them, mm-hmm. and I think Warner Brothers really thanks her for that because you know they made for one of the most successful franchises of all time. Mm-hmm. So basically, they, they could have made a Harry Potter movie where it's just Harry Potter, like, pooping in a toilet for an hour and it would have been it would have been a multi-million dollar movie like it's gonna happen no matter what people will watch that so it's gonna happen I'm pretty sure sure. (laughs) so Warner Brothers knows this and I'm sure there was a moment where they went up to J.K. Rowling and they said look we we need more Harry Potter movies we're gonna do it with or without you so and I'm sure she was like I wanna do it I'm just guessing this is what happened I don't think she wanted uh, mm, to go yeah. forward with this. I think it was them saying, we're going to make movies and we're going to do it without you if you're not coming with. And if you want to come with, that's totally fine. And it's awesome because they were sense. like, hey, she's like, okay, I want to do it, but give me a chance to screenwrite. And they did. And they're even letting her continue to screenwrite even though she's not a screenwriter. She is she a producer. And yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So she's got a lot of involvement. So with the first movie... I thought it was pretty amazing that they were able to make a Harry Potter movie, you know, without Harry Potter stuff. No Hogwarts, no Harry Potter characters, nothing like that. It's so in a different realm, but it has all the Harry Potter attributes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm amazing got away with that. So I never thought they were going to go back to all this Harry Potter stuff. And then we started getting trailers for this movie. And I was like, did Fantastic Beasts not make enough money where... Now they have to go back to old stuff again. That they have to show Hogwarts. That they have to get a Dumbledore in here. That they have to have all these random connections. Like, hey, by the way, that random snake that Voldemort has—that was actually uh, this uh, person this whole time that must have accidentally got stuck being a snake forever. And because that's a thing, right? Like, why do we need that? And people online have been blaming J.K. Rowling. They're saying she's throwing all this random fan fiction in there. And she's just going crazy. And that might be true because she has Pottermore and she's just got this open realm to make whatever lore she wants all the time and everyone hasn't liked everything she's done. But I also wonder how much involvement is Warner Brothers having because Fantastic Beasts made $800 million, I think. Did they think it was going to make a billion and did that just not make enough money where they're like, okay, in order to make a billion, we need to get Hogwarts in there, Dumbledore in there, or was that J.K. Rowling who did that? So I, yeah. I kind of don't know. Well, did it come in like, well... 
1926, so Dumbledore's probably around. Yeah. He's really popular. Let's add him in. I wonder, just because I don't see, I don't see J.K. Rowling writing this, because with the first one, there was a lot of story. I don't think it was paced well at times, but it was because there was just so much. There was just so much going on that, but it was such a good story. I'm like, there is a lot of good story here that I would love to read this book, but it's not a book. Yeah. (laughs) But with this one, nothing happens. The whole movie, nothing happens. It's a nothing movie. It's pointless. It sets up a movie that we're not going to get for another two years now. Mm-hmm. I thought this movie was going to have Dumbledore and Grindelwald fighting each other. That won't that, be until 1945. That, exactly. <laughs> and you even said that to me later. You're like, oh, by the way, that doesn't happen until like 1928 when the next one will probably take place. That or takes 1945. place. 1945. 1945. The last movie that we get will be Dumbledore and Grindelwald fighting. I'm like, okay, okay, that's, that's, that's one exhausting. thing that bothers me about this. Okay, so this five movie plan is supposed to spend 19 years. This movie takes place a year after the first one. Right? I think it takes place. <laughs> so six, is like the next one going to be like ten years? I think it place takes place six months after the first. Yeah, one. but it's nineteen twenty-six. Is it a year? They say a year. It's nineteen twenty-six, and then it's nineteen twenty-seven. Either, either way, it could be six months. I think six parts months, of it are six year. months, and then like it's yeah. from six months to a year. Like, like so. Oh well, I remember in the first one when. Uh, Jacob, you know, lost his, you know, memories or whatever, and, you know, he was just going to kind of disappear, but maybe he'll show up later, but, hey, wouldn't that be funny for the next one if they brought him back? Like, well, oh, well that, 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 was that was explained in the first one. I get that it was explained, but it, I'm saying that this movie memories. backtracked on it so hard. It was yeah. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, also, Grindelwald, oh, he was caught. He's in prison. First five minutes of this movie. Oh, he's escaped. I'm like, okay. Well, and I kind of thought that well, was I mean, he's happen. been in prison for a while. <laughs> and then, like, the fact, the whole, I don't know, there was just so many things that they I ended mean, up backtracking okay, on. And I wondered, why did they even end the last one the way they did, when none of that stuff ended up being solidified? I, I love the visuals of this movie, and I love the acting in this movie, and the characters. But the story was garbage. I yeah. do still like the acting. Obviously, we just said, you know, Johnny Depp, I said, gives actually one of the best of his recent betrayals. Mm-hmm. You know, I still like Eddie Redmayne. Uh, Jude, Jude Law, of course, is great as so Dumbledore. What's, what's the actor's name for the current Dumbledore? Like, not Jude Law, but the Dumbledore. Michael Gammon? Yeah, he, he reminds me. Like, yeah, he does, he does fit that Damon's. character a lot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and it's like, and I, I was disappointed he was barely in the movie, because I, I, I've been telling people about, like, because they're like, my sister didn't see it, but she was like, was Dumbledore cool at least? I'm like, did you see the trailer? She's like, yeah. I'm like, then you saw the scenes. Because I'm like, he's not really in it much mm-hmm. past that. It's kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm like, okay, if I'm wrong, I'm like, pretty sure this is the plot of the movie. Is Newt uh, works with Jacob to find Tina because Tina is out there looking for her sister. Because her sister is out there looking for this random brother to the random girl from the first movie. It was Queenie looking for her sister. Okay, Queenie looking for the sister because the sister's looking for Credence because Credence is working with the circus now because Credence has this big importance with Grindelwald because Grindelwald's looking for him because he's dangerous and Dumbledore wants Newt to go find Grindelwald for kind of no reason. And <laughs> It's a big game of hide yeah. and seek. Okay. Honestly, several days later, I'm like, this is Scooby Doo. <laughs> this movie is Scooby Doo. Yeah, it's literally that scene like, where they're like running through the doors. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like they demask uh, something in the end too. Scooby Doo, like, oh my, oh my you know what? Scooby Doo is owned by WB. 
There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Biggest crossover event in history. <laughs> Harry Potter and Scooby-Doo. Oh my gosh. It'll happen. It, Fantastic Beasts. Scooby-Doo is a talking dog. Fantastic Scooby. He's a talking great dude. Maybe yeah. he's an analogist yeah. too. Maybe Scooby-Doo movies Maybe one and Shaggy's two brother are just... Oh Yikes. So many Stop. Stop. <laughs> Too many theories. Yeah. Newt versus Scooby. Newt Scooby versus Grindelwald. Oh my gosh. It would be a better movie, yeah. honestly. If any of our listeners Bravo. are into fan art, this is your chance. <laughs> Send us your submissions. Scrappy Doo is it's that whole plot from Spooky Island again. Yeah. Grindelwald is just an anim or like a yeah, it's robot. Hey, that'd be a great way to write Johnny Depp out of the film. You know, I actually <laughs> It's what you know what the, John, the Johnny Depp face like gets ripped off and it's just Mr. Bean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bean. Oh, oh my god. Mr. Bean off. looks more like the Grindelwald from I know yeah from, from the Harry Potter movies. And then he finishes off by saying magic. Yeah. <laughs> you know that line from YouTube. That's what he says. Oh my gosh. You know what? Uh, oh, wow. So. There's so many pointless moments in this movie, I think. Because on top of the fact that I don't really think anything happens, that I feel like... I don't even really know... Tell me what the movie's about. Give me one line for this movie. What is the plot okay. of this movie? Say no Finding Dory. Finding <laughs> Okay, you know what? Better yet, it's like Finding Dory, or even Finding Nemo. But it's like, instead of just focusing on Marlon and Dory, we also decided to focus on all the characters they meet and have their little storylines, even though they have nothing mm-hmm. to do with the movie. Like, yeah. you remember, like, oh, remember that whale that they got sucked into for a while in Finding Nemo? We're going to actually have this backstory to him and everything. And then we're going to go have him go to Hogwarts, and then he's going to have this flashback about his life and how they were, like, on the Titanic at one point. And, like, then he's like, you see this, like thing dying and you're like oh I realized I swapped the brothers so that brother's not alive mm-hmm. anymore and he, uh, but then the whole thing is Jaws so. <laughs> it did introduce some cool things like the first part when Grindelwald is escaping it's a whole bunch of nonverbal magic which is super cool mm-hmm. not something that we've experienced a ton of that before see I like that I like that they showed that it's so like when it just made it, it seem so like normal you know yeah but I mean it is I don't but it's magic. Like then, they I do know, use but it all like, the time. I've always thought like nonverbal magic is like really hard to do, and now yeah, all of these guys, like of ten guys, are doing it. Yeah. But and then it also introduced magical circuses, <laughs> which magic. I think is a cool I idea. Cool. I don't yeah. think it's necessary yeah. in this movie, but it's fun to think about. Like it's nothing that I've thought about before. I thought, I thought yeah. we'd have more time at the circus. That's yeah. what I mean. No, I mean like the circus was cool. I'm like, hey, we got something new in this. They shut it down in like three seconds. I'm like, oh, that's it. One of the most annoying scenes. I mean, I, I'm like define. I think defines. Everything that I think is wrong with this movie is the fact that we build up the whole fact that Credence is trying to find his like long lost mother, mm-hmm. and then kind of finds her. It ends up not being his mother, but he thinks it is. We introduce to her and everything. This is a woman who was like on the poster for the cast of like the Crimes of Grindelwald. They have this was great she? poster was where she? it's like the entire mm-hmm. cast, and she was one of them. And there's a bunch of other characters. She's introduced, and she's killed like two minutes, mm-hmm. not even two minutes, like two seconds later, and you're like. What was the point of that? I'm not your mom. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, like, even then, I was like, well, she'll maybe show up in some flashbacks. She does barely, 
And I was like, that just, that, that right there, there you go. Why did that need to be in the movie? Why on earth? That right there is a moment where if J.K. Rowling was writing a novel, that is a moment that the screenwriter would be like, we're going to cut that out. Because that really isn't important right now. Mm -hmm. And, but even then, I was like, it's weird that the first one seemed like a book that J.K. Rowling wrote and then it became a screenplay. When this one, I'm like, what is the story here even? There's so many characters all chasing one another. All of them really don't interact for most of the movie. And then you get to the very end where it's like, the only reason they have to go to the graveyard is because this piece of information that would tell you who the real true lineage is is actually located in the graveyard now. And then you go to the graveyard. And then if you look in the corner of the graveyard, Grindelwald's having this big meeting right now with all his Death Eaters. And, you know, you think this is going to build up to something, but then they all just disappear three seconds later. And then they go into this battle, which I thought was lame. I don't know what you all thought of that. I thought it was like a really lame battle for a Harry Potter movie. Yeah. And then, I don't know, movie ends, and then you have Dumbledore show up again, and you're like, he's like, oh, you see this right here? That's my blood pact. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. They introduced something new. And then the movie ends. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, but I forgot about that big twist with Credence. Because <laughs> he's like, what, Dumbledore's brother or son or oh, whatever. Right. Yeah, he's like he's 40 years younger than him. I think that's so dumb to keep trying to create all these I'm, lineages. I'm excited to see how they explain how he's his brother. We were kind of talking if, about it because, yeah, whatever, however so, it's related. An age a way that we're thinking about it, I haven't like looked into the ages too much, but his sis- Dumbledore's sister, Ariana, was raped as a child. She wasn't raped. Yeah, she was. She was. She was raped. She was raped. It's kind of implied. They say assaulted by three boys. Yeah, assaulted doesn't mean... They saw her doing magic, so they assaulted. Very heavily implied. She was raped. She was... (laughs) The Harry Potter series went that direction. Okay. It's very heavily implied that she was raped. I never read it. So somehow, Credence could be her son... That's the only way I can see it. So yeah. like, mm-hmm. Wasn't she like nine? But then, yeah, I would say then J.K. Like Rowling has to J.K. Rowling would have to mess with her age, kind of like they did with McGonagall's. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> bring it up. Okay, and you know, it'd just be a whole thing. How how old does everyone think McGonagall was? McGonagall was negative like twenty four. <laughs> no, she was like negative. 12 years old or something like that. Negative 20. Taking, taking out the Harry Potter official, like, lore and stuff like that, that, you know, the little secrets you can learn about every character and everything, because you actually know that she was not even around during that time. No, you she know was born that. in 1935, and it is calculatable if you go through the books and read the books, mm-hmm. and, like, there are other side books that you need to read, but you can actually calculate it by going through the books and figuring it out. So there's no feasible way she should be alive in this movie. In the extra lore, is there any moment where there is a possibility that there was a McGonagall? Because they only say McGonagall. It doesn't, no. It, it she, can't be as her mom. In, uh, she's casted as Minerva McGonagall. Yeah, Minerva okay. McGonagall. So, but, yeah. I mean, it and could also, be her, her, her grandma. It, so it would, <laughs> no, it wouldn't be her grandma. It would have to be her mom, rough. and her mom was a mother. <laughs> No, her mom was not her, Minerva. Her grandma was Minerva McGonagall, also. So it could, but it couldn't because it's that her would grandma. Be such a huge, like weird age. Also, her yeah. her dad was the Muggle, and his last name was McGonagall. Yeah. So that granted. Yeah. So it wasn't even Miner- Minerva McGonagall. It was, it was Minerva. With all that, the fact that they already made a plot hole there, 
um, it's established for sure within the movie universe that Harry Potter takes place in the 90s, mm-hmm. and this one takes place in 27, it literally says well, at the beginning. Harry Potter ends in, like, 98. Yeah, okay. Okay, whatever. So, the, the, the 90s films. Mm-hmm. So, the point is, how old did everyone think she looked in Crimes of Grindelwald? Because I was thinking, like, she's at least 30 for sure. 30-ish, I was thinking at least late, late 20s. Oh, I thought yeah, she was like, more, like, mid-20s. Oh, I yeah. thought she was, okay. like, early yeah. 20s. I, I don't know. Point is... Far too so, old. Okay, so we're, we'll say, like, she's in the 20s age. And then we go from uh, 27 to the 90s. Mm-hmm. And now that is, uh, what, so 70 years? years? So at that point, she would be uh, 90-something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Minerva McGonagall in the Harry Potter films, uh, that actress... Who's not 90 years old, by the way, but does she look anywhere near 90 mm-hmm. years old in those movies? No, she looks like 50 or 60. So and if you calculate yeah, it, it turns look out... like 600 or whatever years. Yeah, but that's well, like, like yeah, He's 150. Like he's supposed to be old. Yeah, it's like, it's <laughs> 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 I mean, he doesn't have But if you actually calculate it, when the series ends, she's only 63. Yeah. Okay. So, like... So, it, it makes no sense. They, yeah. they just no, completely... And, like, even... Even... Uh, even if you think there's <laughs> potentially some way she could have been at Hogwarts already, it is stated clearly <laughs> in, like, can- canonical writing somewhere that she didn't attend <laughs> Hogwarts until 1947. That's when she started at Hogwarts. Started. Yeah. As, like, a, she was almost 12 because she has a late birthday. It's October 4th. But... but she was almost 12 when she started in 1947 so it just it doesn't work in any unless you go with the fact that she might have had a time turner and she went back in time to help Dumbledore Mm -hmm. you know uh you know while you're talking about that great lore I got some good piece of lore for you do you know that Snake Nagini was actually an Asian woman this whole time (laughs) I never knew that isn't that interesting guys I never knew that I just, I don't know. Like, I'm like, that, it doesn't necessarily mess it, things up too bad. It, it just, like, doesn't, I don't want it. I don't want it at all. That there's there's like, no point. Uh-uh. They're just like, oh, here. It's just throwing, knowledge. It's throwing another level of complexity that we don't need. This, it goes back to, because, was it you who said it? Is it you? who Someone said it, but they were like, uh... This was very much like the Scooby Doo. Yeah. Well, Scooby. That was me. I said that. <laughs> this <laughs> Crimes of Grindelwald was the attack of the clones. Of that was me. That was you, Zach said that. And I mean, one of the examples you could take from Attack of the Clones. I mean, like, oh, uh, well, you know, there was one point where, like, with the character Boba Fett, who has to be the father of, or uh, you know, who has his father Jango Fett who is actually the person they use to clone all the clones. Isn't that interesting? And I'm like, no. that is making this universe so small right now. What is the point? And the thing with Fantastic Beasts is, I'm like, it goes back to the fact that the first movie tried so hard not to connect to the Harry Potter universe, and then this one suddenly is doing all these connections. And I'm like, why? It literally ends with a twist that says, hey, this guy is related to Dumbledore somehow. Why do we have to do that? Why? Like... Make this its own thing, but if you're going to make these connections, at least have them make sense. Make them something we actually want, or something that makes sense. This doesn't even make sense at this point. And it's funny, because it's almost following the exact same plotline of the prequels. And I've already said, it's going to follow this continued plotline, like how now the Star Wars sequels are doing. Because, just like 
Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace did a lot of, you know, new things that weren't exactly like the original series. But people didn't like that. Same thing with Fantastic Beasts. So then they made a sequel. Attack of the Clones has too many connections to the original film that it makes the whole universe small. Crimes of Grindelwald did that. Both of the movies also have, like, no plot. And now, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. After they're done with this prequel series, we're going to wait, like, ten years, and then they're going to make a film adaptation of Cursed Child. They're going to have the original series of actors return... They'll make Cursed Child better than the play. I promise you that, Chloe. They will. <laughs> and it's going to be the highest grossing movie of all time, just like Force Awakens. I'll see it for you. That will be the one Harry Potter movie I will never let touch my eyeballs. Coming off of that, what do you rank it? Hold on. There's one more inconsistency that I want to talk about. Oh, we could go on. But so Dumbledore is a professor there at this point, which like is all good and well. I don't remember if he's supposed to be the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Transfiguration. Transfiguration. He is the he's Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. He's shown in the potions classroom. He's no, never. He was. I'm pretty sure there was no, one part. No, there's a staircase for the. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought there was one part where he's, he's in teaching the Defense Against the Dark Arts, which is wrong. He's supposed to be Transfiguration. Yeah. I mean, already they messed it up in the movies before, but now they're really messing yeah. it up by having them be the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Which, but isn't that interesting? Because he taught Newt. Isn't that interesting? Wow. He taught him the same thing that Lupin taught Harry. Whoa. I'm very interested in this. And then let's do the exact same <laughs> shots that were in the third movie, but let's not make them as interesting because mm-hmm. they don't. They like do the exact same angles and everything. Yeah. But it's not as interesting because you know it's not a fun. It's not like wow, this is such a great callback. It's like Mari, no. no. <laughs> can I can I ask quick like what uh, Zoe Kravitz's character is all about? Uh, the Lestrange. Oh, I don't really know about the Lestrange no, heritage or how no. they're gonna figure that one out or what her whole thing is. She was in the first movie. She was. I can't remember who she was. Was her first. last name Lestrange ever introduced in Fantastic Beasts, the first one? Yeah. They just, yeah. They talked about it. They okay. saw a picture and he was like, or Queenie was like, who's Lita Lestrange? Okay. she could okay. read minds. So that's like a very oh, brief yeah. connection, but like... Because in this one they couldn't stop telling you that, you know, she's like a descendant. Well, and the reason they bring that up, though, is not... Because, you know, obviously Bellatrix, that's not why. The reason they're bringing it up is because that whole thing is a connection to Credence, and that whole thing is connected to that one guy who, was he the son of the of the millionaire who broke up with his wife and did it with this other woman yeah. who had he was a this strange. child, Credence, and they thought it was Credence, but really the babies were swapped, so there's no way that that baby, that baby who yeah. is a... Yeah. There's a whole storyline there that really actually has nothing to do with Credence. It has to do with that guy having to kill the Lestrange, who's not really a Lestrange, right? Mm-hmm. And then she's... Because everyone thinks it's Credence, then, and that he's got to kill Credence. But then she explains, no, I swapped the baby. So that baby that was a Lestrange is like... Or not a real Lestrange, whatever. Is That whole storyline doesn't even matter. Like, none of that matters. I dropped something. You know what? <laughs> You know what I rank this one, Zach? You know where I rank this in the Harry Potter films? This is actually... (laughs) I keep dropping it. This is number one. I think this is creating a whole new realm for the Harry Potter universe to go in. Get out. I'm kidding. Get out of here. This is in a whole separate (laughs) list. This is the worst Harry Potter movie they could have possibly made. It's like... 
and it's funny because they got so many people <laughs> from the original. <laughs> they could have made like, you know, you know what? Let me look at your list. You know what? I honestly, that movie would have been better. I'd love Danny Radcliffe pooping. It would be so. It's probably somewhere in the internet. A lot of dynamics. If we look for it, it's probably in the internet. I rank it number ten. It's amazing because. Crazy, me too. Yeah. Anyone else? Not anybody 10? not at ten? Is anyone? I ranked it at eight. I ranked it above the Please. first two Harry Potter just because I'd rather. I it kind of there were parts that I enjoyed. Yeah. Like the end end fight scene thing, like it might have been a little lame, but like the Very effects awesome. were pretty yeah. cool. Well, I was in it. I was in it. I loved the characters. So I loved it. The stories. Characters. Yeah. They do. But I would just rather watch it than one or two because I've seen one or two. I can't even count how many times. I respect your wrong opinion. I honestly could kind of get that, though, because if your, like, big thing is, uh, you know, pacing-wise, the first two, which, yeah, they are paced terribly, and this one is technically, even though I don't think there's a story, I would say, technically it's paced well because it goes quick, I guess. I mean, because it's like, there's things happening, even though to me, I'm like, it's kind of nothing. I fell asleep. Uh, (laughs) Okay, but you've fallen asleep to every Every Harry Potter. Every one. Sorry, fantastic. Three? No, three. Maybe. It's a couple, you know, we don't know. I I honestly just, I can't believe that for having the entire uh, crew of the original films, that it's like they all got together, and they all, like, they all wiggled their fingers, and they're like, how can we make the worst Harry Potter movie. How can we do it? I think we can do it by doing it. Because I don't even know at this point. You know what? And it's funny, this reminds me very much of another sequel that came out this year, Jurassic World yes, Fallen Kingdom. I kept thinking of that Where one too. it was a whole movie that, you know, I thought it was getting a sequel that was going to do this, but instead the whole movie uh, built up the sequel that we didn't get. Oh, we have to wait another two or three years for the next one, mm-hmm. which will maybe have that stuff unless they keep building up. Mm-hmm. You know what? Studios is sequel baiting crap. It don't work. It never Creed has. Two, though. I mean, that's true. <laughs> it worked there. Creed two. Crimes of Grindelwald, I think, is like it's pretty low on my like worst of the year. Actually, even I, I the only other movies that I think are worse in there are like well, I mean, Show Dogs, which I mean, that's just in a different world altogether. You're probably the only one in the room who's seen it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. Show Dogs is a movie that exists. So I mean, but yeah, I think that's Harry Potter now. See, I told you I like Harry Potter, just not this one. <laughs> cool. Go around. And yeah. Say what our lists are. Yeah. I can start. Uh, at number ten, I have Crimes of Grindelwald. At number nine, I have Deathly Hallows Part One. Number eight is Chamber of Secrets. Number seven is Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> uh, number six is Deathly Hallows Part Two. Number five is. Prisoner of Azkaban. Number four is Half Blood Prince. Number three is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Number two is Order of the Phoenix. And number one is Goblet of Fire. Me next. Alright, number ten is Fantastic Beasts Crimes of Grindelwald. Number nine is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Number eight is Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Seven is Prisoner of Azkaban. Six is The Philosopher's Stone. Five is The Deathly Hallows Part One. Four is Goblet of Fire. Three is The Order of the Phoenix. Two is The Deathly Hallows Part Two. And number one is The Half-Blood Prince. Alright, so number ten is The Chamber of Secrets. Number nine is The Sorcerer's Stone. 
Uh, number eight is Fantastic Beast Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, seven is um, part one of the last set of movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She has just the numbers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <"Crap." laughs> um number six was Half Blood Prince. Number five was Prisoner of Azkaban. Number four was Fantastic Beasts. Number three was um Goblet of Fire. Um number two was um Deathly Hollows Part Two, and number one was Order of the Phoenix. Nice. For me, number 10 was Fantastic Beasts, Crimes of Grindelwald. Number 9, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Number 8 was Sorcerer's Stone, Philosopher's Stone, what else? Number 7 uh, was Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, 6, Chamber of Secrets. 5, uh, Half-Blood Prince. 4, Order of the Phoenix. 3, Goblet of Fire. 2, Deathly Hallows Part 2. And number 1, Deathly Hallows Part 1. Um, I had, from going 10 to 1, I had fan, uh, Crimes of Grindelwald, Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, um, Prisoner of Azkaban, then Fantastic Beasts, um, what is that one? Where to find them? No, the fourth one. Uh, Goblet Got of Fire. <laughs> um, the Deathly Hallows Part 1, then Deathly Hallows Part 2, Order of the Phoenix. No, I said that one. Didn't Half Blood Prince. <laughs> Sounds so scary. <laughs> <laughs> and then last, um, Half Blood Prince. I have Scooby Doo at number 10. <laughs> uh, yep. I got uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets at number 9. <laughs> I don't know why I can't lose my mind. Harry Potter and the Warlocks Rocks. Sorcerer's <laughs> 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 Stone. <laughs> 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 Like, I'm not going to say philosopher's sorcerer like everyone. Warlock's <laughs> Rocks. Uh, Fantastic Beast is number seven. Um, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire is number six. Uh, the one they're running through the woods. Uh, Deathly Hallows Part One is number five. Um, Harry Potter and the uh, Sever Snape is number four. Um, <laughs> Harry Potter and the POW of Kazakhstan is number three. <laughs> Uh, Harry Potter and the Organization of the Phoenix is number two. <laughs> and Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two is my favorite Harry Potter film. So, well, there we go. Uh, number ten, uh, Crimes of Grindelwald doesn't exist. Um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is number nine. Uh, eight is Chamber of Secrets. Seven is uh, Deathly Hallows Part One. Eight, uh, six is uh, Sorcerer's Stone. Five is Order of the Phoenix. Four is Gobble the Fire. Three is Half Blood Prince. <laughs> Two is <laughs> Part Two. And number of one is The Prisoner of Azkaban. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thank you guys for joining us on the podcast. I know we've gone well over three hours. Yeah, um, we have work in the morning. Let me read this. I know. <laughs> I got breakfast at six. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're um, at three and a half hours right now. Well, we can. Oh, let's really can quick. Let's really quick whip out last movie on earth. We can do this. Everybody whip them out. We, we got. We don't have to. You guys really got it. If you guys gotta go, you can. Have don't it. don't even talk about the movie. Just like, just 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 say just say <laughs> it 
Let's guess. Just say it. Move on. Say your name. <laughs> get one chance to guess. Yeah, I guess one, we could take an off person gets to guess. <laughs> we could just say what we watched, or do you want to? No, because I picked one that you guys probably won't okay. get. Yeah. We'll go so crazy you're quick. guessing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> crazy I'm super quick. proud about that in the car. Oh, my gosh. If you get it, All right. All right. We'll go. Zach, go. Okay. Two teens battle their way through a religious apocalypse on a mission to defeat the Antichrist. Uh, what? Why is there scared? That sucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? Have I seen this? I religious teens? Two teens battle battle their way through a religious apocalypse on a mission to defeat the Antichrist. It. Oh, I, no, it's not that. It's not tenacious D. I'm pick a destiny. Can I throw you off big time? They're not teens yet. Uh. I'm going to just give you the highest paid actor, Craig Robinson. Who the heck is Craig yeah, Robinson? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, black guy from The Office. Oh. Stanley? Stanley? I, no, not Stanley. I guess I guess already. I said Tenacious D in the pick of Dessie. It's not, this is the end. Okay. That's Daryl's in. I don't know, maybe. No clue. What is it? Why aren't you, you proud? Points. It's called. Wait, is everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm so dead. Yeah, we're give up? Yeah. yeah. Rapture Palooza. <laughs> yep, never even heard of it. Nope, nope. I do want to see it. I won't lie. It's not good. Okay. <laughs> uh, Craig Robinson, Anna Kendrick, uh, Ken Jong's in it. That sounds like a great movie. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I get two points. In his sixth year of school, he discovers a strange book and delves deeper in his quest to find out about it. Ha! Harry Potter! Oh, yes. oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. We were just talking about that. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, um, so... It's almost Christmas, and... <laughs> Christmas Prince! No. Christmas kiss. Uh, in a young girl, a couple is set to marry. However, the girl's simple Holiday engagement! is with... I'm sorry, what? what? Is it holiday engagement? No. Dang it! With Royal po- Protocol. Is the princess switch? No. <laughs> Do not let this get down to me. <laughs> and she begins, begins to question if she's meant to be queen. I guarantee you. Oh. Oh. you Christmas? Alright, alright. We said all the Netflix movies. The Hallmark. The Hallmark. I'm thinking of the Hallmark. Hallmark movie? Is it Netflix? Mm-hmm. Uh, what year is it? I already guessed, but what year three, is it? You know, um, three weeks ago. <laughs> it's pretty new. I don't. I think it's from this year. Wait. It's the other one. It's not the Princess Switch. It's the other one. It's the other Christmas Prince movie that came out recently. It looks like all the other ones. I said, I said, I said a Christmas Prince. Said it's not a Christmas Prince, though. There's a new one, and I forget what it's called. It's got a subtitle. Halloween I Prince. live with you. I should know no, this. No, Easter it? Prince. It's a Christmas Prince, and it's got it's got a subtitle. St. Patrick's Day Prince. <laughs> I've seen this movie. It's my Prince Trevor to walk what, what is that? I, I Christmas Prince Royal Wedding. Royal Wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I 
Okay. Gets two points. <laughs> you know what's annoying is that we named off like every Netflix like Christmas. Movie. I even said a Christmas Prince. But you funny? didn't get all of it. I've seen right. that movie in my recommended for like the last four days, and I it's still never so read good. the subtitle. I love it. It's, it's probably just, it's love it. Oh my god. Well, Becca, so Becca, better than the first. Becca's on the board. Oh my god. <laughs> Becca's on the board. No. <laughs> I don't want to be on the board. <laughs> um. Okay, this is my last movie on earth. A British college student falls for an American student only to be separated from him when she's banned from the U.S. after overstaying her visa. Uh, hmm. Wait, one more time? I just deleted it. A British college student falls for an American student who she has to be separated from because she overstayed her visa. I have a movie in mind, but they're not college students. Yeah, is it called Brooklyn? No. Okay. I, I can't remember. That's, that's a way better movie than the movie okay. that I watched. Cool. Bridget Jones Diary. No. <laughs> Solid guess. It's the only British. I have no idea. The proposal. That's what I was thinking. Really? <laughs> no. The proposal? Yeah, it's the same yeah. thing. Except oh, they're not college yeah, but the students. students, yeah. That's funny. You guys give up? I give up. I don't know. Yeah. Am I gonna get on the board? Well, you already have one point. What I do? Yeah. yeah. When the you've been here twice point? before. You probably. Can't I don't play. remember. All right. You want to know the movie? It's Say. called Like Crazy. It's yeah, not very good. I watched it when I was like 16, and I came across it again, and was like, "Oh, I remember really liking this." And then I was like, mm-hmm. ah. "But it's uh, it's Anton Yelchin and." <laughs> Felicity Jones, I think. Okay. So they're they're really good actors, yeah. and the th- the thing that's really interesting about the movie, it's pretty much your typical like love story, not super interesting plot. But the thing that's interesting about it is they didn't write a screenplay; they just acted. They just mm-hmm. knew the general outline and just acted. So there's not a ton of dialogue, and it's really it's interesting, but it wasn't like amazing. So. Hmm. Yeah. An evil queen steals control of a kingdom, and an exiled princess enlists the help of seven resourceful rebels oh. to win back her birthday. What? Oh, um, Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah. Oh. 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 Is this the, uh, the Huntsman and Mirror the Mirror? Mirror? Dang it! I don't know what to get it. There were two Snow White movies that year, and you had you the had right one. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even heard of that one. Is that movie any good? I think it's really cute. Um, it's I watched it with my niece. And it's Eli, pretty and so cute. It's it's really cute. It's really colorful and it's it better than I thought. Is it like, like Ella Enchanted or is it more cheesier than that? Not it's good. not as cheesy. I would say <laughs> it's more like almost like they're trying to make a joke of it, but it's serious. Yeah, like so it's Ella like Enchanted, but it takes between. itself seriously. Yeah. Okay. but it's still good. It's cute. Yeah, mm. it's cute. Gobble. Right. A young girl is raised in a dysfunctional family, constantly on the run from the FBI. Living in poverty, she comes of age guided by her drunkard and genius father who distracts her from magical stories to keep her mind off of the family's dire state and her selfish, nonconformist mother who has no intention of raising a family. Wow. (laughs) Along with her younger brother and sister, and for each, and for her other older sister. Is it the Glass Castle? It is the Glass Castle. This is I way longer of a description than it thought it would be. Hence, but there wasn't a I was Netflix like, I didn't, I didn't get any of that. I've never heard of that. That sounds amazing. Glass Castle? Is that on Netflix? Uh, no, I think I watched it on Hulu. Uh, I've never heard Woody of Woody Harrelson and Brie Larson. That's good. That's on her real intense plot. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's a lot of emotions. I watched it with my dad. <laughs> so it was wild. Oh gosh, it was wild. 
When an MIF, IMF mission ends badly, the world is faced with dire consequences. As Ethan Hunt... Mission Impossible Fallout. Fallout, exactly. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, you have five options here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's probably the only one that you liked enough to watch this soon, I guess. So. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, you know, like... They're, the first one of the series is really good, and the fifth one of the series is really good, and the third one's really good. Mm-hmm. This new one is still like one of the best movies like this year. It just got like released today, so I, of course I bought it like right away, and I was like, watch it again. So I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, are they I mean, worth watching? Oh. The first three are good. I vaguely remember the fourth one. I never remember the fourth one, but it's got so many good action uh, sequences mm-hmm. that... It's, like, good, but, like, it's not one of my favorites. And the third one, I think, is, like, one of the best of the whole series. Mm-hmm. The fifth one is, like, unbelievably good. This new one, I think, is the best of all of them. And the first one's really good. The second one, I think, is just ridiculous. It's kind of cheesy. But it's, but it's still good for the action. Like, yeah. every one of these movies is, like, is so fun to watch. Like, if Mission Impossible is that series people kind of forget, but it's so good. And this new one, like, you said you didn't see it, right? No, not yeah. the new one or the fifth one. You should... I have... Uh, it came with a DVD. I'd have to watch the fourth one again. I remember the first three. Well, I think but. you should just take the DVD tonight and just watch it anyway. And when you get a chance, because it's amazing, honestly. Without watching. Don't we'll talk about you it. You can worry. Don't worry about you can it. Me. You, this is the series. You have digital continuity. Doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Uh, I can go through the rankings real quick. I gave you that point. I think. Yeah. Right. Just give me another. Just throw it on there. <laughs> me too. Yeah, well, I can't remember. What? I can't remember. I can see this a point or two. I can't remember if I did or not. Yeah. I think I did I think see you. Maybe. I got did you? Okay. I wasn't sure. I <laughs> make it up. It's fine. I can't remember now. Last time he had like twenty six points, didn't you? How many does he have now? Um, right now. Yeah, he's twenty eight. So he should only have twenty seven. Okay. Well, I'll take one out. No, because I didn't... I Wait, no, how many points am I at right now? You root right, uh, right now, you are at uh, 19. <laughs> I'm the f- official bookkeeper. How many points do you have right now? I have, uh, according to this, 30. That's... A- okay, because you had 10 for... <laughs> yeah, 10 more than I did. How many does Zach have right now? Zach has... Uh, 18. Plus... <laughs> Star top hat. Yeah. Oh, you got oh two. Fake <laughs> yeah, so you take I news, still Zach. think Hunter has one fake more news. than he should have. You think so? I think yeah, it might have been at twenty six last time. I think. I think so. But did you guess? You did you guess another one of these movies? I guessed yours. Oh yeah, you got okay. So never mind. You're good. No, so because you said I guess Glass Castle. Castle. So he, can oh, you guess yeah, any of the movies? Give me his I don't point. think so. Whatever. <laughs> you know what? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I didn't guess any of you. I'll, I'll, you know really what? I think, movies. did we say the rankings at the end Except of the last voice. episode? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can literally just listen to all that. I can listen to all 20 episodes and... <laughs> That's over 40 hours. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but we're missing one hours. from Venom. That's oh, true. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Justin just, just like flicked his hand in the air. <laughs> and it was the coolest thing I've seen all night. You know that scene in uh, in uh, Back to the Future where uh, he re- where Marty comes back and says he never hit him in that entire life like that. And then Doc looks at that like picture. He's like never. He's like yeah. Is that a problem? And then Ma- Doc just waves his arm. Yeah. He's like <laughs> he just too late. And I'm like that's what I just did. Oh, I, I'm like, so good. <laughs> um, Okay, so uh, Becca's on the board with three points. Natalie's got four. Ooh. Zach's got uh, 
Yeah, 18. Chloe's got 19. Hunter's got 28. And Justin's got 30. Lindsay's right. got 10. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, Lindsay's on here, too. Uh, Am I really? Yeah, you are on the board, but you got zero. Uh, oh, I forgot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been so used to skipping all these names in the last couple episodes. Yeah. Okay. We're going to make a, some sort of like a multiplier like a multiplier system where like no. however many episodes you've been on, you can like we multiply your points by that. So, like, until my sister like, showed up and like, got a ton points of points like, right away. That's great. But... That was yeah. that anyway, if that happens, um, I'd like to be considered a guest. Yeah, <laughs> thank you guys so much um, for listening to this episode. Um, you know, we hope that you stuck around for the whole Harry Potter thing. <laughs> Thanks for listening to seven people talk about it. Um, and yeah, who knows what we'll talk about next week? Till next time, we'll be see you. And remember, always beware the swamp. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Cinema Swamp. Do you like the direction of the Fantastic Beasts films? Do you think it'd be better as a Scooby-Doo flick? And what do you think of our rankings of the series? Please follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Cinema Swamp and leave a comment about this episode. You can also leave a rating for us on iTunes if you'd like. Thanks so much for listening, and remember, always beware of The Cinema Swamp.